serious gourmet shit what flavor is this that's right it's the all hell medium roast private blend check out the geek grind coffee nerdrotic page for our other options like the decadence feathers of liberty vanilla infused flavored coffee or if you're looking for something darker try the dark roast fnt blend of the fellowship you know what just buy all three geekgrindcoffee.com use discount code nerdrotic huzzah Excuse me while I whip this out. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Uh, the first reviews and reactions for it, the review embargo lifted for it, or the reaction embargo and lifted for it, and I hunted, Rob. I hunted to try to find a negative one. Mm. Toby and the light source is hitting the right side of his face, and I can't believe I'm about to say this. I never thought I would say this in my entire online career but look closely at toby mcguire's dick look closely at toby mcguire's dick i hunted rob i hunted for toby mcguire's dick wait i've got an idea my mind is a raging torrent Flooded with rivulets of thought, cascading into a waterfall of creative alternatives. Cow darn it, Mr. Lamar. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. The following program is rated TV-MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Yes, finally. 
It's the real BBC 17 minutes late and it's all my fault. I'm sure that surprises many of you <laughs> uh, having some technical difficulties because I fucking windows update. That never happens, you know, it never happens. No, so rare. It happens. It'll uh, be a fun day here on the real BBC. I might actually grab some comic books at some point bagging, boarding and chatting. Uh, because we're finally going to get to our top 10 modern Doctor Who episodes that we teased uh, two months ago. <laughs> two and a half months mm -hmm. ago. <laughs> yeah, somewhere around there. We did it. We have been, been pouring over our lists. We have been changing them over and over. As probably put, no, he was probably on the toilet, put his list out. Mahler and I been working hard. It was hard. It was actually really difficult. I know what I like. I like what I know. There you go. I, I appreciate that about you. I am curious about it, where everyone's you know ranking all these things. You know, it'd be fun. Oh, to look about the controversial number one. I well, all right, interesting. Uh, and you know what? I'm gonna freely admit I left one out because I knew it would go in your list. Because <laughs> I'm gonna like we can't have all the same shit. Well, I uh, think it's gonna be plenty of cross pollination. Yep. I got honorable mentions. Do you guys have honorable mentions? Yes. No. Yeah. 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 I've got like 15 of them. One of my honorable mentions is very controversial. People will be upset. Oh, well, fear her. It's not Jodie Whittaker, Whittaker, is no. it? No, well, that's, that's, that that's my <laughs> number one. Love and monsters. monsters. Yeah. <laughs> what? The goat episode. Kill the moon. Fucking not be. We love and monsters. Kill the moon. Though. Fear her and love and monsters are the three worst modern Doctor Who episodes, <laughs> without question. <laughs> without oh my god, the moon. Fuck. Kill the moon. It's like kill me. After yeah, kill me. Movie. Yeah. And the thing is, I think that's right before a really good episode. No, is it? Yeah, I think it's right before a really good episode. A great Capaldi episode that's in my honorable mentions. Mm. Didn't make the cut, unfortunately. Uh, we're also going to talk about other things. But first, <laughs> uh, other things and stuff. Uh, hello, as. Uh, oh, I'm Right when you were picking your teeth. Yeah, I'm trying to pick out my teeth. Hi. <laughs> You're right. How you doing? Oh. I'm doing all right. All right. Oh, there you go. Drop those. Why are you going forward and back so yeah, like... aggressively? <laughs> oh, my oh, oh, my God. <laughs> it's ASDOC. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit more realistic, unfortunately, than uh, than the one from Marvel. Uh, yeah. Uh, for those of you listening at home. <sighs> Was getting his face as close as possible. He was giving the camera a facial, basically. That's what he was. Doing. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in a good mood because I bought a few toys, like the same one, multiple, because I wanted like army of. Okay. Mm -hmm. a, few, a few months ago, I've done that, and uh, I was like, these are great. They're just too small to really go with my collection. Um, I've heard, I've heard that many times in my life, dude. I'm impervious to it now. And then the place that I got them from. Really, <laughs> I've heard that plenty of times in my life as well. Which is really weird. Which is really weird when you're in bed alone with somebody. And in bed like, wow. alone. And then you look in the somebody? corner, she's hired a fucking trumpeter. Oh my God. To stand in the corner to fucking rank your sexual performance. Uh, at, at the 38 seconds, you hear that. Well, you know, if she wanted a good time, she shouldn't have come to me. <laughs> <laughs> really, it was her fault. 
<laughs> but I went to the shop, the, the place that I got them from uh, the other day. I looked on the website to so see what's, you know, see if there's anything pre ordering on the old Transformers front. Mm-hmm. And they had the things that I bought a few months ago in a pack of three, like I did a three. Easy. Like I did a few months ago. But it said oversized. So, so I ordered a pack to see, to try to see what it's like. The pack arrived today. I opened it up. I'm in heaven with what the size that they are comparative to to where they they gotta go in the. Class. As the size queen confirmed. Yeah. So I ordered another, another couple of boxes to get that that proper army going with it. Other than that, more right? How about you? Oh, I'm I'm good. I'm good. You're a proper nerd. I appreciate that. I know. I am. You could give a fuck about it, no. train and no. uh you know Durham report. You're like, I got bigger transformers now. Life is yeah. good. <laughs> there you go. I got I got transformers to do and I got Lego to pre-order. Uh th- damn straight. We got shit to do. Uh thanks for being here as Mauler Longman. Hello. Long since we talked. How you doing, buddy? I mean how could I not talk about the event, the big event that happened, the huge event, oh, the, the the really rotund event, <laughs> the rotund event? Yeah, I don't know how many people are familiar, but uh, we actually saw Wings of Redemption and Boogie Two Ninety Eight oh. box each other. That was a thing that happened. The internet made it happen. Slap fight. It was a good slap mm-hmm. fight. Lots of Absolutely fun. insane, but um, Boogie throw a single punch. I don't even know if he's. A <laughs> I think punch. he may have like swung at something. It's hard to say. Um, he he's already since said like in tweets that when he got punched the first time, he just locked up and couldn't throw. And it's like, well, you're in a boxing match. <laughs> Was it not Mike Tyson himself that said everyone's got a got, everyone's got a plan until you get punched in the face? Mm-hmm. See, oh it would my be cool God. to see. Mike Tyson versus Boogie, but we we didn't get that. Um, no. Well, DSP claimed that he could probably take Mike Tyson. Okay. Okay. I, I can see, see it. that happen. Let's I, I do can it. see it. Yeah. Let's he said it. that Mike Tyson's old and slow, so you know you know how uh, athletic DSP is, and oh, how definitely. you know he's known for his speed and stamina. See, the thing is, though, Mike Tyson might have a little bit of old man strength left, and he might just kill DSP, but that's yeah. the thing. I think that's worth the risk. We should check Same. it out. Tyson's huge. Not underestimate old man strength. Tyson would, would... Well, I mean, number one, one punch. Over. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, he would rip off his head and shit down his throat. Ew. <laughs> No, as we got to encourage DSP. DSP would win. He would probably win. He should. You should do it. Let's I set it do up. It. Yeah, wear his best too when he does it. Is the, court, is the quartering really gonna box? Um, what's that guy's name? The guy with the shirt off all the time during the streams that criticized USA something. You didn't hear about that? No. The guy with the shirt um, off. Who's? Oh fuck. Chat, do you know you tech USA or some shit like that? Is that his oh. name? Oh, review they, USA. They hate each other, right? Or oh, there's, yeah. there's there's beef. There's there's beef. Beef to be boxed. I honestly don't know what the beef is. <laughs> <laughs> the beef is I don't care. I, or was that just a Twitter thing? I I do not know. I do not know. Well, uh, 
I'll be sure to miss that one too. I watched your coverage on the Mueller, Mueller. I mm -hmm. thought that was quite good. I gave him all this like documentary almost. I I cut that together in about two or three hours that uh sequence, and I just felt like you know you need to know the characters, you need to know where they came from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes the, the ninety little... seconds of them flailing that much more interesting. I like <laughs> I liked it when Keem said they've been working out for this event. And how long are the rounds? It's three rounds. What? Right? No, what, three rounds at one minute for these one lot. minute. Yeah. They didn't manage to get to round like three. They've, uh, they're both past the medicals, but <laughs> we're, we're, we're actually going to lower it to one minute rounds for them. Dude, you and can tell it like. 30 seconds of that was Boogie having his pants taped up. Yeah, which Keemstar, I think, described as awesome. What it was happening is like, this is awesome. And it's like, <laughs> sure, man. <laughs> I guess I you got to say that. Did I text you, Mola? And I said, "This, this is the most, this is the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen in my life." Oh, a little bit, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, what happened was the ref was like, "I got to stop this because you're just gonna die." Like, well, that's what was happening. It's like, uh, even Dude, everyone has said six, like, yeah. Oh no! Basically, he just got hit in the face over and over and over and over and over, and he just didn't do anything. So the ref is like, "Yeah, we'll just stop because you don't want it." Yeah, you don't want to see content creators fight each other. It's just sad. It's sad. <laughs> it's well, really like, sad. Okay. Any fit ones, I suppose, would be better. Because I mean, sure. I mean, like, you know, Jake Paul's an idiot, but at least he goes out and gets in shape. You know, like, you know. Yeah. I just Googled the picture and Boogie looks. If, nice they, had year, if they had a year ahead of time, I think it would have been better if they'd given him a year. And actually, those guys like got in shape and fought. That would have been rad. So I uh -huh. felt the same way, and then I realized, like, oh, he already had this go in this particular organization. That's why he rushed to get them in this one. Yeah, because he, you know, he's just he's, this. The event's already sorted, so it's the way to do it. But they are probably going to do it next year as well. I don't think they've announced it, but I know Boogie said he wants to. And uh, Wings, I would love to see those guys shed a bunch of weight and then go. Yeah, it would be really awesome shape. if they could do I think that. That would be fucking rad. Like. uh that would, yeah. You and then, you know, Keemstar could make him a people. deal. Like, if they go sub 300 pounds or something, that they get 30k each or something like oh, that. Oh, shit. Ooh. I, Why doesn't mean? anyone pay me to lose weight? I, I know, it. right? Yeah. Well, if you go up to 400 pounds... <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone want that? I'll go to 400 pounds and then back to... <laughs> well, though, uh, when I was streaming today, I had a very generous $100 super chat. And, uh, they said to me, uh, if you, if you can show yourself bench pressing 200 pounds and deadlifting 300 pounds, I think it was, uh, I'll give you 3k. Mm. And this is, this is a person who super chat multiple times, very generously. Uh, so have you, have you challenge accepted? Well, I said, you know, maybe it might take a little bit, but, uh, it's, it's painful. What, one thing about anyone who is overweight is because you have carried your weight, you are naturally stronger than most people. Yeah, you're going to lose some muscle along with that. But hmm. uh, I'm just picturing a guy who's like 500 pounds on the sofa, like, yeah, I'm pretty strong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to live my, live <laughs> my body weight. Yeah. Like, you have, you have a, an advantage in a sense with at least the strength aspect. And then when yeah. you lose the weight. Uh, this keto stuff works if you like are committed to it. 
it's uh mm-hmm. it's ugly at first we just won't get into detail oh yes um, post vegas god one day only thank god but uh yeah i dropped like uh it, it took because i'm old it took a minute to even start i was like I'm, I'm just not gonna lose weight anymore i'm too old and then it all fell off like two weeks before the before the event so i was very happy with that it works it works you got to do those cleanses too because it's just good for you clean the pipes uh clint lormand for two hundred dollars holy shit well thank you clint very generous uh well if it's not my favorite youtubers i may not make it to dallas after all gary my mom's been in the hospital for the last month oh no well then take care of mom it's cool uh she's on dialysis she's had back surgery that led to near kidney failure yeah, back surgeries mm. it's a risky venture uh so we'll be taking care of her and getting her walking again love to everyone clint you're doing the right thing take care of mom please that's uh that's my preference thank you for the 200 dollars. we'll be back next year there'll be other events uh let's get mom rolling again that's the best thing to do especially right around mother that was a crappy mother's day for your mom that sucks mm-hmm. is she hey, she's gonna be okay that's the that's the important part she will she will be on the mend mm-hmm. back surgery is brutal don't get it unless you absolutely it's like hip surgery it's like i hear cats with hip surgery i think i'll walk with a cane i'm cool i'm not gonna mess with like some fucking drill going in and yeah no no my no. mom's had hip surgery well, your mom's tougher than me she's had a baby too so three three yeah mm. she's tougher than me saying what's going on in dallas we're out of a meetup i'll talk about it in just a bit but uh first first what people <laughs> hi everyone i think uh i'm finally almost 95 percent healthy i'm still snotting out a little bit but um yeah i am back on keto i'm back with my gym i'm gardening i'm doing all this stuff and uh hopefully upping my nerd cred Hopefully, I'll make my nerd cred. You're getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Right, now that I have time. In, and it's appreciated. I yeah. Mean, you know. I was watching Venture Brothers. Um, We're oh. on episode nine. Okay. How I did think... it take... Whoa, whoa, whoa. How did it take Mark so long to show you Venture Brothers? What the fuck is wrong with that peg leg dude? Okay. I'm going to say I'm gonna say this. I think it's better that I took this time. <laughs> What's wrong with the peg? He has a peg leg for one. Um <laughs> Uh, but What's I don't know. Fucking Long John Silver motherfucker. You know? <laughs> I don't know why he actually doesn't wear just a peg. But anyways, uh, the cultural references that are in it, there are some that I would completely have missed. So it was nice having a bit of uh, nerd schooling to understand a bit more. Um, and it's pretty good so far uh, that you can see the dialogue improving. And um, yeah, I'm excited to get to that. Yeah. He says that. The next few seasons will get much it gets, better. It gets so much better as it goes on, and it becomes like its own thing. It's one of it's arguably, I don't think it's arguably the best written cartoon ever, as far as dialogue is concerned. Yeah. And character development is, and it's and it shouldn't be. It's supposed to be a dumb little parody, but it's 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 straight up jazz for nerds. It's nerd. It's it's for nerds. But Dr. Girlfriend's one of the greatest characters of all <laughs> I was so shocked when yeah. she, she talked. I can't even get that low. This hot Jackie O going, oh, come over here, Monarch. I'm so <laughs> in love with you. <laughs> 
Yeah. So um, yeah, uh, that is my new adventure into uh, nerddom, I guess, if you want to call it that. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, girl Hitler, uh, girl Hitler, tiger bomb. <laughs> Freaking, there's so many, there's so many good characters, dude. Girl Hitler, girl, girl Hitler is one of my favorites. I literally thought you were talking about X Ray Gun. Oh, <laughs> well, he's mistaken. When, when, when it comes to my dogs, sure, I'll, uh, um, I don't know. Okay, never mind. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. What do you want to ones in this with? house? Um, the magic ratio, what's like real, you know, you don't, you know, you made a video on it as it was a really good. No, I'm, I'm just doing a, I don't know. The magic ratio, which is uh, Queen Cleopatra. What's Cleopatra. Uh, making waves in the culture war. Uh, where's Rotten Tomatoes? There it is. Uh, I think it climbed up to 2%. It's still at 2%. Climbed up to 2%. It is doubled in user ratings since yesterday. Five. No, wait, wait, no. It's gone up by 100%. No, but it used to be 2,500 plus as. Now it's 5,000 plus. <laughs> so it's. They should make an article <laughs> increase audience score by 100%. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> That that's Cleopatra's score goes up by a hundred percent after being savaged. Oh, that's oh, sorry. It's gone up by one percent on the right, but it's gone down by one percent on the left. Had <laughs> <laughs> to draw power from somewhere. Okay, oh. so I watched. Disney like, been moving the numbers again. I watched fifteen minutes of this, and I I couldn't I couldn't do. It. I was gonna like maybe I'll do a video. I'll watch an episode and see if I'm gonna review the series. And it's like no, I'm out. When I'm agreeing, sorry, this is going to be for the Forbidden Frontier folks. When I'm agreeing with Zahi Hawass on fucking anything, you're bad. Your show is fucking bad. So uh, Zahi, Sawas, uh, Zahi Sawas, we used to be the administrator of all uh, antiquities and stuff in Egypt until he got busted for corruption. He's been replaced a couple of times. He's a corrupt fucking bastard. But he's right on this. <laughs> but he's right. Cleopatra wasn't black and if you look into the details if you go to the credits by the way it says it's a docudrama but they're presenting yeah. it as a documentary um it also says that they took major uh, i'm paraphrasing but they took major liberties uh with with characters uh which is obvious which is obvious but i have a quote that proves that proves i put that quote it's buried in here in our research i read it last night on my square up but i will uh, read it again once i can i don't know lady grimmaster's really doing her job put a lot of research in here i'm be scrolling for a minute here give me a moment do 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 yeah there's too much waiting i'd just like to sing a number by bon jovi too much stuff in here Go ahead. No, fuck you. <laughs> We're halfway there and oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, Gary, you're halfway there, yeah. No, oh, I can't even find it now. There's too much. <laughs> well, well, I guess we'll keep living on a the prayer then. Living on a prayer. <laughs> oh. 
Nope. Do you want me to read some super chats maybe read in the meantime? Chat while I'm looking through all of this stuff. Okay, sounds Wait. good. We got Branch Covidian 19 for one and I say hail to the fellowship. Um Daryl Wigand for 199. Rest in peace, John Bartolo. Has it been a year yet? Oh my gosh. Wow. Oh my god, rest in peace, John. Um Ryan Benoit for 999. Just dropping a line to say hail to the fellowship. Thank you, Ryan. Speaking of uh, no, that's not a very tactful segue. But um did you uh, <laughs> just they just killed Ms. Marvel in the comics? What? Oh well my god, they fucking did something good. <laughs> yeah, but no, but it's, but it's but this is the mentality of Marvel. You have the Marvels coming out. <laughs> and <laughs> and you've just killed Ms. Marvel in the comics. Hmm. Okay. And it, you know, oh my you... god! Can we quickly share? Quickly share something, and then I found what I was looking for. Okay, so we know that you know we know this, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, Sid! <laughs> <laughs> this is this is Ms. Marvel's death pick. <laughs> oh! Whoa! What? <laughs> really? I didn't know it was a comedy. I didn't know it was a comedy. Uh, yeah. No. Corporate Why? says it's the same picture. You say death pick. I say it looks like anal. Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. Oh. That's oh. uh, that's rough, dude. That's rough. Yeah, that's saying something. All right. <laughs> yeah, because it's Marvel. Yeah. So Ooh. with Queen Cleopatra, there is a Washington Post article that basically I'm going to sum it up. You're all racist and white supremacist. Doesn't matter. Yay. Your colorism. If you don't like this show, you're a racist. But so so they 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 have the wrong race as Cleopatra. They have the wrong race for the vast majority of the cast. They know this. They've said they know this. They said that this is a reimagining. But if you don't like our black characters, you're racist. Yep. Uh, in in turn, being racist by not being historically accurate and calling Egyptians, you know, where where Cleopatra was the last pharaoh of Egypt, you know, Greek. But Egypt, uh, calling them racist. So in a guest column for Variety, the show's director, Tina Garavi, said her research on the Hellenistic era queen, who she writes, was eight generations away from her platonic, uh, what is it? Platomaic? Where, 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 where are you? Where are it's you? so small, I can't read it. Uh, P-T-O-L. Uh, oh, uh. Polemic, Polemic, uh, Polemic. Answer. That's Ryan. Ryan knows. Led her to realize, and here's the quote I wanted to get to anyway, what a political act it would be to see Cleopatra portrayed by a black actress. What? So, what yeah, a, what a political act. Yes. What a, what a political act it would be to see Cleopatra played by a black actress. So it's a political act. Yeah, they just admitted it. It's a political act. It wasn't. This was the best actress for the job. It wasn't the most accurate for the for this documentary. It was a political act. Now, hey, far be it for me to question 
Jada Pickett Smith. She found the truth. All of the scholars, all of the archaeologists over, you know, hundreds of years were all wrong. Jada Pickett Smith figured it out. Do you know what else was, was missing from her experts? Uh, experts. Uh, well, apart, that's a very good Actual one. Experts. Uh, that's you a know, very one good one. Experts, one of the experts uh, hasn't gotten her PhD yet. No, and another one was a was an assistant. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, she made sure there wasn't a single white man in the uh, experts. Yeah, and but what? Hey, Gary. In all fairness, though, look, I've got to come to the defense of Cleopatra because uh, one of the experts said that her her grandma says she's black, no matter what you get taught in school. You know what? My grandma told me fucking Santa Claus was real. So did my parents, the <laughs> lying bastards. I had to find out for my friends. <laughs> he is real. What do you mean? Oh, sorry, Mueller. Never mind. You didn't I met him like three days ago. He's got big plans <laughs> this year. Big plans. He's got big plans. I saw Violent Night. That was fun. I thought it was mm-hmm. fun. Did you see Santa Inc.? I did. No. I watched all of Santa Inc. Oh. Review. You poor oh. soul. I did not. That's why I have trouble remembering my kids' names now. I know, it was brain damage. <laughs> it was brain damage. But when they even came around for something that got dropped off with me today. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we disturbed? Yeah, it's not your fault. Don't worry. Uh, so here we go. Historical. And, yeah, by the way, there's major historical inaccuracies in the show. I can't what? wait. Yeah, well, I, yeah Cle- Cleopatra's black. Well, I mean, besides that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> oh my god, that's uh, fascinating to me that they actually had the balls to call the documentary. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. If there's inaccuracies, how dare they? Well, it's as historical as Bridgerton is. Yeah, or Amblan. You know, uh, they, they've been doing it, but this is like the whole two plus two equals five shit that we're going through that, oh, culture, that pop culture is a part of. They are trying to push mistruth. They're trying to create reality that doesn't exist. That doesn't, they're trying to force us to say two plus two equals five and we're not going to do it. Fuck you. Fuck you. So uh, I, you know, I, you pissed off an entire country, Netflix, and the critics don't even, they're not even backing your shit. The ones who are, brave enough to even review it most of them are cowards and won't review it oh, but they, can't, uh, they, they won't they they can't touch it because they know that if they say it's good then they'll get absolutely slammed because of how inaccurate it actually is and if they say it's bad then that could uh, lose them favor with their beloved access because yeah. these people don't have integrity there's zero integrity here your job as a critic is to review this. Now, you might have your speciality, but if you go to, let's just pick another documentary somewhere, I can guarantee you it's got a lot more than 10 review, you know, from critics. Mm, it just shows exactly how uh, personally orientated, um, selfishly orientated they actually are. Yeah. And and that's that's what this this for one this is supposed to be a series of African queens and there were certainly African queens. Why'd you have to make one up? 
there's plenty what because uh because it wouldn't have the the impact well make something good but this is from jada pickett smith i know i gotta keep uh his wife's name out my mouth i know but look uh, in all fairness you gotta give her some credit because she actually managed to find time between sucking her son's best friend's cock <laughs> to make this say that. nice listen jada is the epitome of the american dream a no talent actress marrying the right guy to become a producer to produce fucking shit and she still gets invited to the Ox oscars she's rich yeah that's the american dream you can suck too and still make it to the top as long as you suck your way to the top oh she sucked all right yeah. you fucking she sucked. sucked it all up sucking she, she could suck a golf ball up a 12 foot hose pipe <laughs> Oh my god. She could uh, suck start a petrol lawnmower. Yeah. As long as the person was 21 years old and her son's best friend. Then go on a TV show and uh and emasculate your husband and ask him what he thinks about that. And obviously it had no effect on Will Smith because he acted perfectly <laughs> rationally in the future going forward. <laughs> yeah, that didn't affect it. She should be on Milf Manor. She would fuck her son. She'd be the first person. Historical inaccuracies or hysterical inaccuracies displayed <laughs> as facts just to fit an idea someone had. No real coherent thought was put into this documentary at all. If the show was fiction, it'd be okay, maybe, but it's presented to the viewers as a snarky, stuck-up, in-your-face, believe-what-I-do-or-else-I-hate-you way. It doesn't matter what you believe in a documentary. All that matters is what you know, what a uh, what is commonly known, what is true. I agree. Oh. Oh, there's a five-star one. Uh, with all the backlash about the show, I had to watch it with Cleopatra Heritage, Heritage factually unknown because no one knows who her mother was. Uh, this gripe about skin color just shows how racist the world is. I saw that I sh saw the show past skin color. Wish my reviewers would do the same. Oh, uh, mm. Elaine. I mean, apart from all the uh, paintings, pictures, sculptures, yeah, statues. statues. Everything which makes her look exceedingly Greek uh, in nature. Don't worry about those. Those people that made them thousands and thousands of years ago were just racisms. Because they went, hey, in the future, they're going to be... <laughs> I can't. I just can't. I'm so fucking done with this shit. It's so... Like, this is peak woke Hollywood, dude. Like, this is like saying, right, Batman's black, but Batman's Bruce Wayne's white. Yeah. But if you don't like it, you're racist. We know, we know he's white, but if you don't like our black Batman, you're racist. Wait a minute. You're just saying that you know that you're doing wrong, but you're doing it provocatively. You're doing it to, to cut. But there again, we live in victim culture. So you actually, are you really surprised? Because this is just another thing for them, for, for victim hood to be brought out again you know these people who've been held down who live in their multi-million dollar mansions in beverly hills who have been held back by the man and the system 
everybody. Yep. Looking down at the working person, the working man, the working woman, and telling them what to believe. Never mind truth. Believe what our our fucking woke ideology, which is basically a religion now. Ah, oh, fuck yourself. Jade, I don't know anyone apart from maybe Adam Cesspit who is more unlikable than Jada Pinkett Smith on the planet. I, I can't I really don't. what she's been in other than she played Fish Mooney in fucking Gotham, oh, right? Uh, yeah, and everyone hated her in that, so they got rid of her for once. It was Niobe in the famous Matrix sequels that everyone liked. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, nobody liked her. How one. memorable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she was so fucking bad in Gotham, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fish mooney yeah it's fish mooney it's fish mooney because you fucking stink Ugh. is that an actual character name from yes like the comic it was it was no 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 it was made for the show she, her character was made mooney for was the show. from comics i thought so fish mooney mooney not fish, fish. mooney i could be wrong let's get our science team on that I don't fucking know. The the chat will figure it out. Unless it's pre-Batman 300. I don't recall any Fish Mooney or Mooney being from 300 on. It was an older character repurposed as a black woman, but I could be wrong. Oh, it might be an older character repurposed as a black woman for sure. Yeah. Uh, hey, we got some other news. So the writer strike's going on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Nobody can tell. Nobody can tell at this moment. <laughs> Nobody can tell at this moment. Uh, -doop -doop. But it would be uh, funny if they were like, "This is why the Marvels will be bad." You're like, uh, "You don't get to use that excuse." <laughs> but even still, no. Uh, well, I mean, Disney's in a bad place. We know that. Like, Guardians is doing well after a really low opening weekend. So, I mean, you can kind of. I think it kind of evens out. Uh, we we as, said. For months before that, it was going to mean nothing for the MCU. So yep. I'm going to help them. Oh, I thought it was going to make more. I thought it was going to make, eh, you know, between 650, 750, maybe even $800 million. That's what I've always thought. I thought it would be good. I thought people would like it. Actually, I think people are liking it less than I thought they would. But uh, more people are liking it. And it's not going to mean anything. James Gunn is gone. All mm -hmm. this cast is gone, and we're right yep. back to your reg regular scheduled MCU right after this with the with the Marvels. It has nothing to do with Phase Five at all. Uh, and then there's this: Disney hit with investor suit over alleged cost shifting scheme. Oh, in division. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> now oopsie doopsies oopsie doopsie and they're trying to make bob chapik the fall guy uh this is again bullshit. yeah again <laughs> he's gone dude <laughs> um the thing is uh the, the reason i think the investors are focusing on bob chapik is because they don't want to lose their investment right now if they focused on Iger, who Listen, there was uh, there was arguments that Bob Chapik was doing this kind of shit at the park. The arguments, there was accusations, and that just kind of went under the rug, right? And uh, I'm not surprised. And I'll say this as a matter of opinion: I think every streamer is doing this. Every single one is shifting and moving and hiding their numbers because they're low. They investors, you got played, you got played. 
this this was a big fart in the wind uh what they didn't count on is every you know every studio starting their own streaming services and they have to play the pay for storage and data that, that shit's expensive as hell then they have to lose all their licensing fees because they're bringing everything in and they have to rely on subscribers well there was a nice little boom when everybody was at home during covid during that forced lockdown over a cold and um the bubble burst it just wasn't reality. Like people weren't going to like, there's too many streaming services that are too expensive. This is what, like, if you got every streaming service, that'd be way more than cable, like way more. Um, I think pretty much everyone has said once the streaming quote unquote wars are over, there'll be like four or five streamers left and the rest will have to license or, or be a part of something else. And that's clearly what's going to happen. So the investors are now losing money. Uh, and well, you got duped. That's your own fucking fault. There's a lot of people telling you, I wouldn't invest in this. Not a good investment because the stories suck. Like you want good stories on your streaming service. And we've gone, you know, Disney plus can't have rated our programming. It's a lot of kid shit that's been out there forever. Uh, and they fucked up their two biggest IPs, Star Wars and Marvel. So bad investment, I would think. Uh, oh, they're uh, they remakes too. Some of them mm -hmm. don't oh. like will make over a billion yeah but little well, mermaids well, what's the expectation on that one don't know yet should they i mean and if it goes to the rest of the live actions it should do well well some of them you know they get shoved onto uh streaming right like wasn't isn't that what the pinocchio no, film got uh, little mermaids cinematic release though. no i know but like it's just the overall the you know some of them make shit then some of them get squirreled away and we never hear about oh. them again yeah i don't think oh. this i don't think little mermaids make it a billion that's just me there's too much going coming out right after it. Fast X is before it, and then yeah. right after it, you got Flash, Flash. Indiana, Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones, and Phoebe Waller Bridge can fuck off. Stupid cow. Everybody saw that clip, right? Everybody's seen it. It was bad. That was very, very bad. Uh, a suit filed on May 12th in California federal court accuses Disney of engaging in a fraudulent scheme designed to hide Disney Plus costs and make forecasts that it would be profitable by 2024 believable. It takes aim at ousted CEO Bob Chapek's alleged cost-shifting scheme, scheme to, uh, to first air certain shows meant for Disney Plus originals on legacy TV networks to conceal the platform suffering decelerating subscriber growth, losses, and cost overruns, the suit says. Didn't Andor, wasn't it on, didn't they put on Hulu or something? Did they? They did something with Andor, yeah. They, they It wasn't just on Disney+. Plus. I read it. They they put it on Hulu or something. Help me, chat. I don't want to look it up. I'm going to be lazy. They did something with Andor. Like, I don't know if they put it on broadcast or something to to stir up more interest in it. I wonder if that has something to do with it, too. The hey, do you remember when CBS said, why don't we put Discovery's first season on actual TV? Oh, and nobody watched it. Yep. And he got 1.5 million in a slot that should be getting around 7 million. And you don't think that was used to maybe shift around some costs <laughs> and hide some subscribers? And they put the they put the premiere episode on national TV too. 
And, you know, it actually got really good ratings because nobody had seen Star Trek for a while. I think it's like 8 million viewers. It had like fucking insane number uh, that dropped immediately. <laughs> so uh, the suit details Disney pivoting uh, to prioritizing streaming amid the pandemic while most of the company's business suffered as its theme parks, resorts, and cruise lines were shuttered and movie theaters were forced to close, subscriptions to Disney Plus rapidly took off against the backdrop. Chapek decided to go all in on the platform, announcing a major reorganization of the company's media and entertainment operations under the new reorg. Uh, I think it's like the that was the second of the third reorgs we've had in the last two years at Disney, by the way and commercialization activities were centralized into Disney media and entertainment distribution, blah, blah, blah. It's really boring shit. But basically, they went to ads. They reorganized uh, and because this shit wasn't making money. So, uh, you know, I'm not here to defend Bob Chapek. I don't think uh, he's a good guy. I don't think... Uh, I think they're all bad guys. I think he was a weak bad guy uh, who, I guess, just tried to, you know, make the company profitable. But the ESG didn't like that. From December 20 to, to November 22nd, Chapek and Daniel repeatedly misled investors about the success of Disney Plus by concealing the true costs of the platform and the difficulty of maintaining robust subscriber growth, in addition to claiming that it was on track to achieve profitability with 230 to 260 million paid global subscribers, paid global subscribers, by the end of 2024, where it's nowhere near, by the way. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. How far away is 2024, by the way, guys? Uh, uh, just just over six months away, dude. Over six months away. <laughs> and they've got back-to-back -back big losses in subscribers right yeah. now. Two uh, more quarters to report on. I'm rooting for you. Uh, this includes allegedly fraudulent plan to debut certain shows that were supposed to be Disney Plus originals, including Doogie Kamala, Kamalea Lola. What the fuck is oh, that? Oh, yeah, right. Okay. This show, I shit ye not. <laughs> this is the Doogie Hauser MD yeah. remake with a black little girl. Girl of ethnic color, black little girl now, instead of instead of a little gay guy. Um, and uh, Patrick Harris. Is that show still around? Doogie Howser on deal, this one. No, no, Doogie, Kam Doogie Kamala Khan. No, Kamala I don't know. Kamala Harris. Doogie Kamala Harris. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a stab in the dark and say it might have got canceled. Somebody, I've never even heard of it. I heard Sorry, it not out. many people have. Uh, okay, so either way, I, just, I don't know what I can't remember what network it is, but isn't there a network that's just that's come out with a show called Autistic Doctor or something? Are <laughs> oh, you talking about the Good Doctor? The Good Doctor, and he, and he, and he, and he just like does like autisms and then solves. That's apparently that's been out for some time. It's only been found by memes recently. Okay. Though. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's one of those shows that in ten years people are gonna go. They actually put that out. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the way with it apparently for a if long time. If you go time. back to the eighties, yeah. right now, the stuff that you would find. <laughs> oh, it's, funny, thing, oh, it's yeah. not old. Like it's not super old. It's it's a couple years, right? Right. So, so that there are so many shows out. Right, this is where the writers are screwed because, like, I just okay, the mysterious Benedict Society. Ever heard of it? No, no, uh, neither have I. Is it? Is it? 
something to do with Benedict Cumberpatch. Maybe. Maybe maybe they're they're trying to design him a better wig for Doctor Strange. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, by doing so, okay, so they put a couple of shows on regular TV networks like the Disney Channel. Uh, by doing so, a significant portion of the marketing and production costs of the show were shifted away from Disney Plus and onto Legacy Platform, reads the complaint. The suit says the plan was a motivating factor behind the reorganization, which was announced a month before the mysterious Benedict Society went into production. It also takes issues with statements from Chapik in December 2020 that touted gains. Disney Plus has exceeded our wildest expectations with 86.8 million subscribers as of December 2nd. He said, this success has bolstered our confidence in our continued acceleration towards a DTC first business model. Blah, blah, boring, blah. Uh, so um, he lied and your investment died. There you go. Uh, and that's why they're merging with Hulu to hide more. Like, they're merging with Hulu. Oh, they're not going to. Like, Bob Iger's always been honest, guys. He's never lied to us. He's never <laughs> lied to the public. He's an he's an upstanding former weatherman. Uh, Disney just can't stay out of the news for a fucking week. They can't. It's kind of funny. I well, love that's because the network is, what, on the corner now. It's just, it, this is what happens when you stop producing entertainment. Yep. This is this is a knockback from it. You can you can ESG all you want. Doesn't it look like Vanguard's turning on BlackRock at the moment? It does. It looks like Vanguard's turning on BlackRock because they want to go full Highlander. They can only they can be only one. Mm -hmm. And uh, so all this ESG shit that they're all been fighting for that's been getting funded because Disney are clearly getting funding from from either BlackRock or Vanguard. Clearly, yes, with what they're pushing. Or, that, or, or they really agree with all of their stances. Yeah. <laughs> by accident. I don't know. Mm. What a winky dink. Hold on. My source is coming in for that, dude. It's uh, trust me, brah. Trust me, bro. Trust me, bruh. On that one, the source on that one. Um, so if they start, if they actually start going up against each other, they, if Vanguard does make a move against BlackRock, then, and if this ESG stuff for the moment will probably get not, you know, <laughs> they might get not uh down there is going to be a lot of fucking mess going on with everyone that's been supporting this esg bullshit a lot yeah and disney a prime example because this disney are dying on this hill this is a hill that we've, we've stressed this is a hill that they're going to die on they're doing it with marvel they're doing it with uh their live actions they're doing it with their animations everything is is not just infected it, it's it's now the core the core feature of everything that they're doing is ESG based it, it, and, and entertainment's gone. It's out the window. So of course there's everything, something to report on with them every fucking week because this whole shit is just unraveling. This is non-sustainable. You can get as much funding as you want, but if nobody's watching your fucking shit at the end of the day, if you've eroded your customer base to such a large degree at the end of the day, who, who's there to pat you on the fucking back? Yeah, it's it's not like this endless fun. It's investments. So they do expect some kickback, and they really just thought this would work. 
they, you know, uh, I, I know it's incredible. A bunch of fucking bankers are completely disconnected from the rest of the general public and have no idea what people actually like. I know this. some people might find this surprising, uh, but that's 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 one of the, you know, with the writer strike going on, like I, I completely agree with the corporatism that the WGA is compla complaining about. I, I com I'm completely agree and show us the fucking numbers the problem is this this pie that they all want a piece of is, is shrinking and you know and this is going to be a purge this is going to be a purge because the writers are responsible too they wrote a bunch of really fucking horrible shit this has been hollywood's worst era by far which should have been like a a, a renaissance you know you're getting into this new era you of uh of the prestige TV show, which is building over time, which quite frankly, the BBC, I would argue invented. Uh, and then HBO worked on for a long time and they just weren't ready for it. And they had a bunch of people who made movies trying to write TV shows with no fucking experience. And now all of them want guaranteed jobs uh, from, no. from, from the shit that they wrote. So it's not more profitable because the writing was bad. So we need more good writers, less bad writers. And uh, I got a video coming out like uh, somebody claims that bad writers are, are a myth. They're not a myth. They are a uh, reality. <laughs> I said good writers are a myth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So uh, here we are. Here we are. And now Going investors are, su are suing Disney. And who knows what will come with? Probably nothing. You know, uh, we'll see. Uh, it depends on, uh, or, or, you know, is Bob Chapek going to go to jail for fraud or is like, he ain't going to be paying any of this money. Disney would be in the lawsuit. Uh, I saw Tom in there. What's up, Tom? Uh, they meant miss like all of them are chicks bed bump. <laughs> yes. Uh, hey, we got a trailer that came out a couple days ago. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. You wanna you wanna watch it? Oh, oh actually, sure. it's gone. I guess. Said enough. Fuck this shit! I'm out. Fuck this shit! What's I'm that? out. <clears throat> oh, don't worry, I got it. I got it. Hopefully, we won't get nailed for this. <clears throat> you never know these days. You never know. Could happen even a week later. Oh, uh, there we go. There we go. There we go. Stop. Um, haven't talked about Doctor Who for a while because you know, I wonder Doctor, why I wonder why. Mm. Well, it's one of those franchises that was absolutely murdered, murdered by uh, the, the British equivalent to ESG, uh, which were the BBC's inclusivity and diversity standards that were put in well before they were being implemented here in America or strongly implemented uh and it goes it goes way back uh and it destroyed a, a show that is like part of the cultural fabric of a country something we mm -hmm. don't have we don't have uh i've mentioned it before i think it's voyage of the damned correct me if i'm wrong i think is one of the most watched doctor who episodes it had like 13 million people watch it live somewhere around there and how many, people are in your, how many people are in your country? 65 million. So it's like a sixth of your country? A lot of people. That's a lot of fucking people. It's a lot of people. That's a lot of people watching that show. A lot show. of people. Kind of popular. Little popular. A mm, little bit. People liked it. 
and it had all the momentum in the world. Uh, then they started implementing this stuff. Poor Peter Capaldi was saddled with some bad episodes. He did the best he could uh, with some like and Stephen Moffat. Like, what the fuck happened to him? Not really <laughs> sure. Something I don't know. That's, it got, like, that's someone yeah. who uh, you know dipped out a little before his era was even like you know fully in flux. I remember people saying uh, like, "Oh damn it, he was really good when he had his singular episodes." What happened when we gave him arcs and stuff? And it's like. I guess that's what happens when you take that kind of writing ethic for individual episodes that are run on lots of mysterious elements and they have to expand into a whole season, several seasons. Um, I don't want to, you know, go too far ahead too quick, but, you know, one of the episodes I've got in my list involves the introduction of a character from him that from what I've heard, once his story is full and complete, it's not as satisfying as one may have expected from uh, when she was introduced. But hey, I don't know. I'll also ask you guys about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll we'll talk about our top tens, but I judged the individual episode on the individual episode. Yeah. I, I think that was the best way to go up because like some things were set up that just didn't come to fruition, but the setup was still fucking good. You gotta like admit that, but we'll get to Agreed. that. Agreed. Uh so Doctor Who is my number one murdered franchise. If you go look at my top five murdered franchises, that list has not changed. Might have a couple to add maybe in the future, but um, number one is Doctor Who. It was It's worse than Star Wars. It's worse than Star Trek because, yes, they did absolutely vandalize the main character, but Doctor Who wanted to take it a step further. They kind of said, hold my Bud Light. Let's go back in time and retcon the origin and do it in the worst, cheapest, laziest fucking way possible. A five-minute montage with a voiceover replacing William Hartnell, the first doctor, with a little black girl who was thrown through a portal and randomly found died. by her <laughs> And regenerates and died. And then she fell off a cliff and died in the most peaceful and loving way. And then was tortured and regenerated over and over to again. So Tech Teun could steal the regeneration power and create the Time Lords. <laughs> Just completely forgetting Rassilon. Like, not even mentioning. Or Omega. So, no, Omega. Uh, no, no, yeah. no. So that, I mean, like, they went back and retconned the entire fucking show. And they, they wedged in um, uh, the first black female doctor, who I think what have they said? And, and they made it canon in a comic book. They felt so strongly about it. They made it canon <laughs> in a comic book that sold like 5,000 copies. And I think they wedged her, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, Chad, because I didn't want, I was fucking out after that. They, they wedged her in between two and three or something like that. Is that where she is? That's the prediction, I believe. I the don't prediction. know if it's if it's canonical, but that's what, that's what some people, she's not, because she's not a doctor. And I do want to point out that it was a brief period and didn't have a ton of votes, but Doctor Who season 12 did reach a the mythical 0% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. It did. And it deserved it. Absolutely deserved it. So it's led to this. Uh, you know, I, I, As and I did, did uh, a stream after the Timeless Children. We did other Ooh. streams. We've done streams with Mahler. We're like, this fucker's dead. Deader than dead. They just killed yeah. it. Just and, the only, and, and the only chance they have is to, you know, bring back David Tennant. I, dude, I never thought RTD would come back. 
No, no, no I didn't. Well, it's, so, it's so funny to anybody who's even further outside of it than I am that you're like, oh, what are they doing? It's like bringing back one of the favored doctors of the new era and the favored writer. And you're like, wow. It's like, yeah, yeah, wow. Like, this is not something you'd ever expect to fucking happen. But, uh, you know, will it be enough to do anything to even move the needle? I it's imagine so... that people will come back to see Tenant. This is, you know. Yeah, this is like. They it is desperation to bring back Tenet and Tate and RTD, and they had to be desperate because they killed the franchise. And um, there's the you know the news out there that the show was almost canceled. No, the show was canceled. It was done. They canceled the show. Sent Chibnall and Jody their walking papers. They were actually commissioned for more episodes, and they had they had basically taken what that season was and spread it out you know, with a couple of specials and stuff. That was just the season they were commissioned. That was it. And they were done after that. Uh, then Sony, so Bad Wolf comes in. Sony, which was in charge of Bad Wolf, but now that they're, now they're working with fucking Disney, which is like our worst nightmare. That's right. This is Disney's Doctor Who. And it's not just them putting it on their platform. They have uh, They have say in the production. RTD has come out and said that there is notes from Disney. So how do you, how does that make you feel as a Brit as uh, Mahler? <laughs> as if it wasn't dead enough. Like, why, why do we need to add a few more bullets into the corpse? Like, why? Such, like, it's such strange news. Like, oh, it'll be canceled. No, it won't be canceled. It'll be controlled by Disney. You're like, what? So we're like, yeah, oh. <laughs> uh, well you're obviously you're in the position that fucking star wars fans are in which is like just stop just don't make any oh. of it. it's done you killed it it's dead go make something I think else. we're in a position south part was in when it was talking about the fourth apparently there's a fourth indiana jones movie they're raping oh. indy yeah they're just no. they're literally just raping the corpse as as a brit how does that make you feel Disney so good. having to say in Doctor Who. Not so good. Not so good. The weird, it's the whole thing's really weird because Russell T. Davis coming back, massive yay. Russell T. Davis over recent years, massive not so much. Uh, bringing back Tenant, massive yay. Uh, casting other personnel, ooh, not oh, so much. Are we talking about Rose? The very Rose. Jake's monsoon. Oh, the eighteen-year-old, eighteen-year-old manual transmission. Manual transmission. A name naming uh, Rose. Well, I think the because if I'm correct, at the beginning of this, Don is not going to know who the Doctor is, right? So maybe it's a um, residual coming through that made her name her son Rose. I mean, <laughs> daughter Rose. Well, and and it looks like they're going to undo the Doctor Donna, like which I hate. I don't like that. What well, no, because the... I mean, well, they're going they're going to make her remember probably. Well, when we see in the yeah. trailer, you'll see in the trailer. They might put it back at the end or something. They might. I don't know. You know it, 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 it may be great. 
I don't know. But uh, I was doing a live stream when they announced Shooty Shooty Gawa. And um, it was, uh, I think it was before the BAFTAs. So there was, uh, they were doing some press and they were talking to Shooty and RTD. So I'm like, all right, let's give this guy a chance, man. You know, uh, you know, I didn't watch anything else he's in. We'll see what kind of range he's got, whatever, you know, doctor's a dude. What? Okay. Let's take a look. And, um, through the course of the interview, uh, the very little hope I had died immediately. <laughs> When they just started talking about diversity and inclusion, I'm like, oh fuck, god dang it! So uh, yeah, and and Shooty kept calling Doctor He and then correcting himself to they. Yep, because clearly, again, it's a pronoun thing. We've got to get pronoun correct. The worst thing that ever happened to Doctor Who was being able to regenerate into a different the other the other because there's only two genders. You want to take a look at this? Oh, let's take a look. See, you'd have to stop it with great regularity because it's the BBC. Yep. Or run it through once and then chop it out later. I mean, I hate to lose the chat. We'll see if we can. Uh... Has the BBC been hitting people on this? Oh, the BBC always. Well, they just hit people if you uh, for using the stuff. Period. I could fight it because it's transformative and it's absolutely okay to be transformative. So we'll just stop it a lot. I mean, we're not known for doing that, especially Mahler. Mahler's not known uh, for stopping. No. He lets them play all the way through. Mm -hmm. Oh, don't torture us. Oh, oh, well, hopefully we will add some levity to it, chat. Some levity. 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 Uh, here, you're, let's do it. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> there it is right there why did this face come back yeah that's the that, yeah that's what makes me think donna knows now she's she's got a memory well back. they're definitely gonna have a memory come back why would they wouldn't miss that opportunity would they because they know what people want to see it's fucking donna and the doctor having banter they're gonna have to have but, that anyway. uh, but they just did that with clara and then they got let the nobody like clara memories. I like Clara in <laughs> for her first season. She in was three episodes. In three episodes, she's fantastic. The rest of them, she's kind of insufferable. I really like Jenna Coleman, though. Jenna, no, yeah, yeah. If they yeah. had a let, if they, they originally had her, she was going to be fun, flirty, and then Moffat got called sexist and took it like he just he man that bothered the shit out of him and he like rewrote so much stuff there was also a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes because matt was matt smith was on his way out and so was karen uh and he was doing sherlock he had too much on his plate but uh dude honorable mention i'll give you one of my honorable mentions asylum of the daleks dude it's a fucking awesome episode it's it's got one of the creepiest concepts of the daleks ever uh, and what they do to uh, poor Jenna Coleman's character is horrifying. And they show you nothing. They tell you what happened. And uh, that's why it's one of my honorable mentions. Great episode, Asylum of the Daleks. All right, here we go. This face come back to say goodbye. I don't think that's a play. It's a spaceship in trouble. I'm just stopping it to be transformative. That's uh, Rose, inverted commas. There's Rose. 
Yep. I'm sure. I'm sure. I like uh, Tenet suit. I like his look. His different look. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, uh, it's like a um, tartanish suit. Yeah. Uh, but blue. It looks. It does look good. I will get the action figure. Oh, yeah, the one in six will look great. One in six will look great, and it's. I don't get. I'll, I'll get the little plastic one. Uh, because I have every version of. I'm looking at the wall right now. I have every repaint. Everything. Everything. They were good little action figures they made back in the day when the show was popular. Little five inch action figures. Awesome. Great paint jobs. Uh, great sculpts. They all fucking looked like. I don't know how the how you guys pulled it off over there, but those are some of the best action figures ever made. Ever made, as far as little plastic guys. Chip in trouble. Did that? Okay. So we're getting uh, the name of the, of each episode. Yeah. That doesn't look that good. No. But, but it could be an armor. It could be armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it could be like just a throwaway thing. Uh, but we got the Star Beast is the first episode. <laughs> I mean, wow, Tenon looks awesome. He looks great. Yeah. I oh. mean, he just—he does look awesome. What's what's that? That wasn't a very enthusiastic. Yeah, Mahler. You want to elaborate on that? Yeah. I don't know. How many times have I seen a thing that makes me excited in any way, shape, or form? Oh, I know. Fucking horrifying. Yeah. As soon as you, especially things that are like when you when you steal all the. I was gonna say superficial. It's like it is kind of. It's it's. David Tennant's a fucking great actor. He's coming in and he's going to do his job. What's the script going to be? It's an RTD script, so I expect the script to be pretty good. Well, you know. I just... I just... Look. I know that Doctor Who is about using imagination. But just some things, you know... I'm fucking sick and tired of. My imagination can only stretch so far. Right? <clears throat> and it looks like... A, you know, to, to, to help me, because he's, he's my favorite Doctor easily. He's uh, I loved his era when I first saw it, first came out, and uh, he fucking earned me liking him, too, because I didn't like him at first. Just because he was new, it was it was very very uh, petty, but that's just how it goes when you lose a doctor you really enjoy, which is I really liked Eccleston. Um, so you know, and and his his journey is done, and then you have with the day of the doctor was the special he came back with for, yep. um, mm -hmm. which uh, you know I'm not gonna say it's like perfect or anything, but I thought it was fun. Fun. I um, I enjoyed it, and uh, and it's just every time you add on to the story, you're like. Oof. Maybe don't just leave it, but you know it's too late for that. Obviously, it, yeah. I mean, it, this is a desperate move that requires desperate measures to not get, uh, as I said in multiple videos, and you guys have said it too. You're not going to get all of your audience back. You're just not. This is going to be a big deal. Uh, the ratings for these will be pretty damn good. You got should be. Mm. <clears throat> I would. I would <clears throat> predict. Six to six to eight million. Yeah. Like there, I've seen people saying like, "Oh man, I haven't seen Doctor Who in years," but I remember David Tennant's Doctor. I might, you know, check this out. Yeah. 
but what's it going to lead to is shooty got was and uh that's the question well i mean <clears throat> well i mean it got a good, they, they look it looks like they've got a good assistant for shooty well you know they, they, it, back they, the they got a, they got a young girl very pretty uh She's only like 19. Yeah. So gonna have a lot of energy. He's young. He's in his 20s or early 30s. So there's gonna be there should be a lot of energy in the show. Is he gonna play it straight? Well, that's 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 the elephant in the room, and I ain't talking Lizzo. <clears throat> uh Murray Gold is back. He is. That's a good move. This is it. There's, there's so many good things which Russell T. Davis is doing. He's got Tenant back to lead us into Shooty Gatwa. If this is if these three episodes are good, I'd be very inclined to give Sh Shooty a try. No problem. I like the look of the assistant. Looks like again, we might get a little bit of fun and flirty going on. But there is so much weirdness going on in terms of the uh, casting choices and clearly identitarian choices. And I'm just like, can we just have a fun fucking show back without this bullshit, please? Can you, can you, can you swallow your fucking pride long enough? To just give the 90 fucking 9% of the world something to fucking enjoy for a change instead of all fucking day, every fucking day, every channel, every show, every movie, the same old fucking shit thrown at us and then turn around and go, well, you're all racist and bigots. Well, do you know what? You are going to make more racist and bigots by doing this than anyone else. Yep. With your, with your whole fucking... We're better than everyone. You've got to accept it's not, it's no longer acceptance. It's you've got to celebrate this. Why? Do what you want to do in your spare fucking time. None of my fucking business. This isn't something to be celebrated. You don't get a fucking gold star for taking it in another orifice. Where's my fucking trophy cabinet? For smashing some Vagu. Where's mine? Where's my fucking awards? Where's my fucking rosettes? I did this one last in two holes, three holes in one night. Where's my fucking award? Ew. <laughs> the real I didn't BBC. need to know that. In a surprising order as well. TMI, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, but, it, but this is just, it's like a fucking, it's some sort of content, it's some sort of award. So look at me, look, it's not, it's no longer. You can't just be gay anymore. Now you got to be fucking gay in a dress and a skirt and fucking makeup. And then, no, it's no good. You can't do that. Now you got to be gay fucking in a dress and a skirt and makeup with a fucking beard and a fucking hairy chest hanging out. And then you got, and, and everyone's got to turn around and go, oh, you're so fucking stunning and brave. Oh, you're so fucking stunning and brave. I'm fucking bored. Yeah. I just want a fucking show. I just want to fucking sit down and enjoy a show. Without Russell T. Davis going, well, it's not LGBT. It's not LGB without the T. And have this all fucking thrown up with some 18-year-old who's no doubt been fucking groomed to fuck to be put in this fucking show for three episodes as a, as a what? 
three episodes and out the out the door as some fucking per as, as your boys that would say some purse puppy to be fucking waved around and then you turn it on let's turn it on to a disney show oh there we go there's another fucking let's turn it on to the marvels oh there we go we got oh we got some communism thrown in for good fucking measure let's turn it on to this tv so oh there it is again it's every every fucking where everywhere and they wonder why they're not making any money i know so fucking bizarre gone there's no more money to pay the writers who were getting paid before who probably shouldn't have been paid let's no, who shouldn't have been paid uh and now you have to dump the brinks truck at rtd and david Tennant to try to save your fucking show which you didn't like you didn't need to do this you could have just what as said you could have just given us a normal doctor who show and it might have rebounded i assume that's why as saying all this is that we've got all the resources we need now the good show is easy yes. to make it's well, got well. we've got the writer we've yep. got the musician we've got the star we have everything we have the ingredients for for the be- for the perfect cake and yet somebody wants to make fucking <clears throat> guacamole out of it right you got to have the desire to actually want to make a good show with mass appeal and we'll find out yeah i watched all of flux by the way i don't remember anything uh-huh. well neither did any of the writers because the flux thing just all, all of a sudden didn't fucking matter <laughs> after the specials remember the flux destroyed most of the universe Mahler. yeah yeah well <laughs> Yeah, I forgot I about know. that in the last two specials. Remember how that Claire woman knew who they were when she first bumped into them, and then that wasn't ever explained. Never again. <laughs> I know it's so funny. I just love the um, idea that like, if you ask Russell T, like, so how does the flux play into this? He'd probably be like, huh? What the hey? flux is a flux? What's the flux. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mahler, I watched every single episode of Jody's era twice, and I cannot be bothered to remember any of that shit except for the Timeless Children. It's the only one that's seared in my mind. It's a real thing where you go through like a whole show, but there's parts you remember because of how meaningful it was. And it's like, it really tells me something. If I I actually couldn't tell you, I was about to say a line of dialogue, a word of dialogue (laughs) from the Flux. I I remember a line of dialogue. I remember a line of dialogue. The doctor is a man. I've got well, an upgrade. No, no. Fucking hell, no. Right. The one that I remember is, I should probably say something reassuring right now. Oh, uh, yeah. But I'm socially awkward. I'm still like socially awkward. So I'm socially just going to move over there. And then in a few minutes time, I'll probably remember something I should have said a few months ago. And he just went, yeah. Fucking terrible. Yeah, like, even the people who like the show called him out for that. That was Nobody a real line of dialogue. So, Fuck, here, yeah, here's yeah. the deal. Fuck, fuck off, the after and, and the context leading up to it, X-ray girl, is he just poured his heart out? A man who's beaten cancer, saying, "I live in fear, constant fear every day that I'm going to get a test or a, a, a call or a letter that says the cancer's come back." Yep. I live in perpetual fear of it. And she just went, fuckity bye. Yeah. Other doctors would just talk about seizing the moment, living the life in the moment, uh, enjoying what you have. Uh, time runs out on all, so, like something wise. Yeah, so, uh, so they brought up some comment about what fear is and why yeah. it's mm. actually useful and that you shouldn't. And why it's human. 
Yeah. Look at it that uh-huh. way. You know? No, that, that bitch just said fuck she, off. She yeah. just talks about herself. So you yeah. want to see all the other doctors in that scenario, what would they say? Because oh, you know it'd be totally. way more fun. Like I did my video with Capaldi. Yep. And how Capaldi would respond to it, and he gives the most rousing hoorah to Kara, who's just betrayed him. Just betrayed him. Yep. Think she's thrown the TARDIS keys and destroyed them all. Such a good scene. Yeah. That is and then he then then she's like, and he goes, you know, let's go find, let's go find him. And she's like, why? Why would you help me? I betrayed you. And he says, I know you did. You betrayed me. You betrayed my trust. But you think I'm going to let a little thing like that get in the way of us? Mm. The doctor was a fucking hero. Yep. Once upon a time. Now they're a fucking political ideological tool for narcissistical see you next Tuesday. What a political act it would be to make the doctor female. Oh, <laughs> all right, Cleopatra, calm down. No, but that's what it was. I mean, that's, I know, it was I know, a political I know. act. Uh, all right. So another thing is we're half we're part. Of, this trailer didn't. I mean, it's not terrible, but it didn't blow me away. Remember the fiftieth trailers? Remember that one build up one they did, which is just graphics and is I've been running all my life. I mean, that I'm one I that life. thing a hundred fucking times. It was so good. And this is just kind of I, I, I think this is a decent trailer. I think this is a pretty good trailer. But it's just what surrounds everything. Like I, I like the look of Neil Patrick Harris. I like the whole well, weirdness he, of it. If he's the celestial toy maker, that would be mm. pretty rad. To be honest with you, that's yeah, all but confirmed, right? Yeah, and he's think so. for it. So that could be good because he's a good actor. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got no problem with. He's that. no, he's no Doogie Kamala Harris, MD. But no, you know, no. laughing at the human race. <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> what the hell is that? What the hell is that? She's great. She's freaking fantastic. Nothing not to like about her. Uh, but 37 seconds. 37 seconds. Got you beat. I got yeah, you beat by a second. That was, that was a 37 second trailer. Hang on. This is where we're well, the first the first special doesn't drop for six months. So well, that's dumb. That for for one. And you're right. Uh, there's three specials in one month. Why not like spread them out over the year? I know yeah. they should have had yeah. one at Easter. Should have had one summer, end of summer maybe, and then you know the Christmas special. Okay, now compared to this, this is the shit, dude. I don't care if we get hit for this. I freaking love it. Oh, well. Oh, well. Hey. Uh, Who we knew got, what was ahead? If they only knew what was ahead. And, oh, God, remember, it set up the best thing. Like, it ended the time war, but it ended up like this. It ended with the search for Gallifrey. And they mm. just fucking didn't do dick with it. <laughs> <That was> so, <laughs> it's so sad. Um, Because... You could tell they rushed through it, but I kind of liked what he did with the crack in the universe and what that really meant towards the end. The payoff of that was pretty cool. Uh, 
to give the extra regenerations. What? Well, yeah, crack, the crack is where the Gallifrey was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they, yeah, that that was that was pretty cool. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I think that whole regeneration sequence is incredible. Oh, dude, when he gets more, that's so fucking rad. Well, yeah. no, no, I mean that's good enough. But he's actually yeah. the other one after it. Oh that yeah, yeah. Re- that that because the the um because the, the relationship between Clara and Eleven had been so kind of flirty. And then he here he is again, a young man, back to his young self. And she's just like, Yeah, we're we're back in business again, you know? And he's like, and yeah. but as soon as he says his foot when he just goes, Hello, just the deadness of that hello was just so embodiment of how dead that character actually was. Yeah. I'm dead. I'm done. Ah, oh, when Amy you know, this Bond is this is in. just the reset. This is just the reset. And then that whole that whole great speech where he nicked a little bit from uh, Blade Runner, but okay, you know, yep. took a li- let's just say homage to to Blade Runner in there. Uh, but that whole sequence was incredible, just absolutely incredible. And Clara just sort of like, "What the fuck is going on?" sort of thing in her face. And then the quickness of the regeneration. Then it was yep. my kidneys. Yeah, change color. I don't like the color. Uh-huh. You don't like the color of your kidneys. <laughs> uh you I just got walk. one question what was that do you know how to fly this thing yep <laughs> all right you ready mm. sure our top 10 modern doctor <laughs> um where do you want to start well, so I assume because this is going to be a fucking mess. Otherwise, we all have to do our tens, right? And, see and then out. say, for example, I say a ten that turns out to be one of you guys is like five. Then that's where you'll just you could either wait till we hit your five to say that, or you can say like, well, "Oh, that's my five. I think we, yeah, we can. What we could do is if we hit the same one, we'll discuss it together, and then like when we're at the very end, we just give our top ten. You know, so so to eliminate any confusion. So let's start uh, with let's start with ten. Shall we start with ten? Sure. You go first, Mahler. Well, I got me a uh the way I've done my list is the any two parters count as one. Yes. So all three parties. I my... didn't do my list like that, but I fixed it. So now it's we're all fine. Uh my number ten is the empty child and the doctor dances. And okay, that's, that's on my list. Num- that's it's my, not number ten. That's my number nine. It's That's my number nine. nine. Hey, hey number all right. Nine. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well done. Wow, oh, that is bad. close, man. That yeah. is close. Hell yeah. Well, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we doing this? We just summarize what happens to the episode sort of quick? Or? Well, since we're, I think since we've all got it so close, we might as well just, I mean, what's, hold on. What's your number 10, Gary? Well, oh, uh, Voyager the Damned. Oh, I didn't know we're doing specials. I thought we're just doing the episode. Uh, oh, episode specials Doctor Doctor Who. oh well, I didn't. I didn't do special. I just. I just, just did episodes. Okay. No, no, no. I got uh, Dark Water at number ten. That's a good one. That's in my honorable mentions. <clears throat> uh, but uh, if we want to talk about the Empty Child and the Doctor dances, this is like in the first season. There's you know three like really fucking great episodes and. Two, those are two of the three. I think you know what the other one is, Mahler. 
It's gonna be on my list. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's on mine too. Uh, let me. Well, so this is this is an episode where uh, a particular part of it I think everyone remembers. That being because yeah, we just we, everyone here has seen it. Point. So uh, the, the doctor saying everybody lives that whole that whole yeah, moment. And- is uh is quite wonderful and it's sold perfectly by Eccleston. It's basically you you believe in that moment that he feels some level of relief at the fact that he's finally had a mission here that looked like it was going to kill everyone and it turns out he manages to reverse it and save everyone. Uh and yeah, you know, and you get the introduction of Captain Jack, you get plenty of snappy fun uh dialogue in this and exploring a bit of uh well, you know, London from back in the day. Um, yeah. You get World War II, you know, getting bombed by the Nazis, and it's and it's a horror episode. I mean, it's mm-hmm. genuinely creepy. You have this yeah. little kid uh, in a gas mask running around. Are That's you my of, mummy? Are you my mummy? It's one of the best action figures. It's right up there, hanging on my wall. I the realized, irony, of way, course, being yes. When I uh, yes, when I saw my was. completed out of ten list, I realized all of it tends toward horror, <laughs> like every episode almost. Uh, I like my yeah. horror Doctor Who. Well, I mean, this is the this is Stephen Moffat's uh, first go around, right? And it's very Douglas Adams. It's very technology gone wrong. There's nothing. There's no real evil in it. There's it, it's it's just no. It's it's a clever. It's a a clever, very clever explanation mm-hmm. of this horrific event which has happened to this child, and and the beauty, of course, is. It does. It does the horror, and as Mola said, it, it does the horror, which transforms in itself into such elation at yeah. the end, and such positivity at the end, because you know you have this nano, you know this this nano repair system, yeah. which uh, which which went out of which didn't know how to fix a human because it wasn't programmed for for human beings. And so it, it, when this kid who's carrying his gas mask is caught up in the blitz, um, you know, it puts him all back together, but it puts him back the only way it knows how or thinks the human is, which, of course, is the making the gas mask part of the the actual head because he must have been wearing the gas mask as he was running to the um, to the air raid shelter or whatever when it was caught. So it, that made a lot of sense, the way that when it tried to fix everybody else it would turn them into these yeah the nanomachines spread by people touching each other but they'll eventually just spread in general so people are falling ill to this it's like a Mm. zombie virus but for gas mask children who ask are you my mummy which is are you my mummy it has since been remembered quite significantly downright call it iconic for doctor who the are you my mummy uh Mm. gas mask individual i think it's the first of new who it was the first really creepy thing we saw you know we'd ha- we'd had some uh uh some sort of you know just alien shit and a couple of uh enemies from the past but then we actually got this original and i think this was a huge signature for moffat as well this really signified what moffat's doctor who episodes were going to be going for mm. i mean i've got one i mean if we class this as one but it's two episodes two three three moffat episodes well four technically four moffat episodes in this um because i thought i thought moffat's writing he was my favorite who writer before and when he was announced to take over showrunner 
I was I was over the moon with that. Yeah. I think a lot of people were, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, this, this, you know, so much happened in these, in this two-parter for one, it was uh, uh, Christopher Eccleston Eccleston was uh, his, his performance of, as the doctor was one of the best, like throughout the first season, the tortured PTSD mm. oh, just yeah. out of the time war doctor. He was, he really does that tortured thing really well. Uh, and you could really tell like this was his real first moment of happiness since then. And by the end of this episode, right. Uh, but it really keeps moving. It, it, it's, uh, it's one of the best because it, it gets really, really freaking creepy and the exposition is good, but you also start to suspect who the mom is right. Yeah. Uh, towards the end. And, you know, in Doctor Who, people die. People die all the time. There's always somebody who dies. And this is just one that where it didn't happen. And it was nice. It was nice to see. And then the introduction of Captain uh, Jack Harkness, mm. which was a uh, great introduction. Dude, great the fucking, introduction. his opening lines, he's talking about Rose's ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. And then, and and then you know, they yeah, submit you. He compliments yeah. the ass of a guy right next to it. Yeah. Just like, yeah. There yeah. You go. And then you kind of knew who this guy was. And then when you saw where he comes from and you loved him because uh, he was great. Captain Jack was uh, great. They give you a lot of depth for him within like 10 minutes, even the whole like, you know, he's he talks about his job of trying. He wants to con someone into paying for this um, empty war machine of a type. Mm. And uh, when the doctor properly explains exactly how he fucked up. You can tell he's just like I, I, I didn't know. Like that's not you know I, I didn't want that to happen at all. And he goes from being this like slick, cool mercenary man who's out for himself and knows exactly what to do to like very apologetic and uh, you know he, he loses all the wind in his sails so to speak because he didn't yeah. realize he was in over his head. He had a soul, you know. You knew he had a soul and a conscience. You know he was very flirty. Yes, he was. He was a rogue and a vagabond, and he's a little bit self-serving. But you knew that he had a conscience about him, and you knew that actually this is a good man, and which that, was great because yeah. you, 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 when he comes back later in the series, you're so happy to see Captain Jack back, and then when he's killed, you're mortified, and then when he comes back, you're like, whoa, and then that holds that starts a whole new journey for him because of how he got brought back and what it meant and what it entailed, and a whole well, face he, um... and bow and everything. He joins them from this episode, right? It's at the end of Doctor Dances. He joins them, I yep. think. Or do they drop him off? Um, I think he joins them for. It's Boomtown is the next one. Yeah, actually, because this is isn't this episode six and seven. Yeah, and then he's back. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. He joins them for the so, rest. So he, yeah, he joins for the rest of the. Yeah, he joins for the rest now. Yeah. And uh, oh god, uh, you know, just getting to the hospital and talking to the you know the doctor and his mm. whole great guest star. Yeah, oh, so good, and and then he, you know, he starts I didn't believe it. And uh, when when the gas mask forms over his face, you're like, mm. "What the fuck is going on?" Ooh, ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh, ooh. He starts doing that, and it's yeah. like, oh, and, like oh. and this is all in the backdrop of World War II, the air raids. So it's just decimated London. Mm. There's groups of kids running around stealing food. Uh, so like so much happens in this episode. 
the writing is is off the charts good off the charts good and and yeah there's there's stuff i actually liked more which is crazy when you think about it but uh, it's a big combination of elements that you know doctor who's one of the few shows that tries to make it work right like having yep. horror sci-fi world war one alien traveling through time agent man well, is it, and, and I was saying about the dialogue as well is uh, well, he says he got the the gun he has from you know whatever factory in whatever place and he goes you ever been there and he's like yeah once and he's like well it's a uh, it's destroyed now destroyed uh, now goes, yeah goes, yeah I went once because <laughs> <laughs> that I mean that just tells tells us a whole other story immediately in one sentence which is yeah. great and it foreshadows Jack Jack's origin at the end when it fixes everybody and everything even grows back a leg right grows yeah yeah a woman's leg then, uh, then you, when you're missing a leg <laughs> is it possible because of the war that you miscounted yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so fucking british i know because uh, they always do this weird strange sort of look on their face i'm, I'm okay well, I like yeah what the doctor tells the doctor Constantine um, is. Listen, everyone's going to be fixed of their very difficult to fix problems. Just say it was your work, you know. Don't oversell it. Just say you did a good job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and it's all from the Chula warship, which I do believe, at least this very similar design, makes it back into dinosaurs on a spaceship. I think that's one. Oh, uh, the ship that Jack has. I have one of those, a Chula warship uh freaking great episode and it's one of those that you know the first season's pretty solid i, I would say mm. the first season is pretty damn solid second season two is probably one of the most inconsistent of the rtd era uh but um season two is pr or season one is pretty freaking solid you got you know father's day uh and another episode that i won't bring up because it's on my list but uh, and and even in the end, you know, bringing back the Daleks the way they did was so fucking rad. And then Christopher Eccleston fucked off. Yeah, uh, yeah, mm. and lied, and lied, and uh, screwed. I mean, I'll talk about it in my other episode, but yeah, potentially screwed something up that didn't get screwed up later. Uh, but yeah, and then then well, he uh, screwed up the fiftieth, almost. Well, he screwed up the plan, yeah. what the initial plan was, so they had to work around it. But when he needed some extra change, he was happy as hell to go to conventions uh, and charge for an autograph uh, uh, to a fandom he completely ignored prior to that. I got a little clap back on my calling him out for that, and I have no no regrets. No regrets at all. Uh, so that's well, your you, number 10. Yeah, now you two have to do your number 10. People to put in the chat, X-ray girl, the girl who waited. <laughs> <laughs> She's got to watch. She's got to watch. One day. I'm working All on right. Venture Brothers, y'all. Uh, as your number 10. Yeah. My number 10 was Dark Water. Uh, the uh, the revelation of Missy. Um, the The incredible... Uh, opening with the betrayal of the Doctor by Kara. Um, that amazing uh, Capaldi speech about go to hell. Fair enough. 
And then she's walking off. He's where are you going? She's confused. I said, we're going to go to hell or heaven or wherever he is. Uh, and we're going to find him and we're going to bring him back. Which, and then he, then we get the whole great, but I betrayed you speak, you know, thing. Um, but, um, Missy was great. Missy was, Missy was absolutely fantastic. I was, I was, uh, fooled as to who they were. Uh, I thought they might, um, you know, be one of the female time ladies, maybe the Rani, you know, but, uh, I didn't actually think, uh, they were going to turn out to be the master. And, uh, just the whole, I thought the whole, the whole situation, the whole, you die, you know, the whole setup of dying and going to heaven when actually your your essence was being captured and uploaded into this this cyber frame uh, was so clever, uh, which is going to lead in because that all started with one another episode, which is on my list, and uh, just this the the way that they used it was so sparing and so clever that. Uh, you know, looking back, it's like, how could you not see this? There are so many clues and hints and... Well, I saw it, okay. <laughs> uh, well, some. I mean, I, I just didn't, because, you know, oh, it's my boyfriend, you know? Oh, he's he can be a bit, you know, and all this. And when she gives the doctor a massive snog, and he's just sort of like, the fuck, you know? I, kn I should know who you are, and he, ju and he just doesn't have a clue. And then when you get the whole... Missy, it's short for mistress, is the man. And it was just so clever, cleverly done. And it, you got that whole massive homage to the, the Cybermen uh, coming out in the uh, original series, coming out of, uh, I think, St. Paul's, um, where it was, you know, walking amongst the street. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, thought, I thought Dark Water was just such a clever setup. Great revel, uh, great reveal. Uh, Capaldi just being brilliant. I it was one Capaldi, of the episodes I thought Clara was very good. Capaldi's face when he finds out the reaction is pretty good. That's that's good. Capaldi, very good. But Capaldi's amazing. Great Capaldi. Uh, so yeah, the whole the whole setter. It's an episode I could I could easily watch back. No problem at all. Um, I just love the whole. I found it just so classically Doctor Who, Cyberman. Master, lots of uh, homage to the original series. Um, the, the the skeleton vats that were when they would come down and it would reveal that it was actually cyber men behind it and all that, just just so well done. The whole thing so well done. <laughs> and then Missy being able to kind of balance cyber world and reality as well. Um. <laughs> being interviewed when you're dead you know so you, you, you're dead okay, so you just got some paperwork it's yeah, <laughs> so that, british it's so good british, british and hitchhiker yeah that was very cool you're dead very it's cool. time to fill out some paperwork yep okay all right uh my number 10 was voyage of the damned which is my favorite christmas special mm -hmm. uh sorry I, I never pronounce her name right tell me kylie kylie minogue minogue Minogue. Minogue. Not Minogue. Minogue. I just wasn't sure if it was right. Oh, I like her. She's great. Great ass. Singer. She's hot. 
as hell. Mm. And uh, yeah, she is. was one of the best companions. And, and this is a tragic episode. Uh, but this is like one of the most like quintessential Doctor Who episodes. Shows up on a cruise ship uh, that's called the Titanic. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> So it's a space cruise ship, uh, and they're not really familiar with Earth. Uh, and yeah, they they're just cruising on by. But unfortunately, the industrialist owner, who is basically a head on a machine, uh, mm. is trying to crash it on purpose for an insurance scheme <laughs> and uh, kill everybody on on Earth and on board. Uh, oh. And he has to save her. And it's got one of the best quotes ever. You know, oh, uh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm the doctor. I'm a, uh, I'm a I'm time 900 lord. years. I am a time lord. Yep, I'm, I'm 903 years old, and I'm gonna save all of your lives. You know, that's I'm the man who's gonna save you and all the lives. Yeah, spoiler alert, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't. <laughs> he, he does not. Oh, there you go. <laughs> they crashed. But you got Jeffrey, Jeffrey Palmer, who's great as the captain. Yeah. Who's uh, got a terminal illness, so he's been paid off to crash. Yep. Titanic. Um, Astrid Peth. Astrid Peth wasn't her name. Kyla Minogue's name. Yep. And she had never really been anywhere. The, the first time she was on Earth was the first time she'd been on another planet. She's and like, of course. Thanks. I love it. And Astrid is an anagram of TARDIS. There you go. There you go. It it had uh, the dick. Oh, I forgot his name now. The that asshole. Russell Tovey. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, the dick guy. Yeah, that was right. The dick guy is great because he's a dick throughout the whole thing, and he survives. And you think that's, you know, oh, the dick survived. Wasn't just that. The dick survived, and he had actually dumped the stock, and invested elsewhere, and suddenly became rich beyond belief at the end. So the dick guy survived, got rewarded for it. And I think that was just trying to balance. I think that was just trying to say that the, the universe, universe is, is, well, as Robert would say, indifferent. But well, I think it was trying to say the universe just sometimes just ain't fair. Uh, it's got uh, Clive Swift as Mr. Copper, who sets up a foundation that's very important later, towards the end of season four. He's great. And he's the one who says, that's not the guy I'd pick to live. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, and yeah, Russell Tovey is midshipman, midshipman Alonzo. Mm, Alonzo. Alonzo. I always want to say, Alonzo Alonzo. Alonzo. <laughs> uh, and it's, it's, it's in my top 10. It's the best Christmas special that was watched by. That's the one that was watched by 13 million people. Uh, and it was just good from beginning to end. Uh, it is the best. It yeah. is the best Christmas special. It is. Uh, and there's some good Christmas specials. There's some stinkers too, but there's some good ones. Uh, but that one's the best, I think. So what is your number nine, Mahler? Well, it is Utopia. Wow. Oh, yeah, baby. That is my... That's my number eight. Oof, wow. That is, my, that is my number two. Wow. Ooh. Oh. So, so Mauler and I have been very close with our 10 and 10 and that. Well, you know, close in the, in the. So far, yeah. Yeah. 
10 and 9 and 9 and 8. So. Well, so. Yeah, Utopia, Sound of Drums, Last of the Time Lords. We got that all together. Yeah, because it's a three-parter. So it's to me, it's it, one. Yeah, but Utopia is just a standout. Absolute standout. For I was going to say, I, I don't like the ending of that arc as much as I like the start of it. Yeah. Um, sure. So that's kind that's of why yeah, I separated yeah. it in my head. But yep. um, yeah, I that's one I never forgot. When I first saw that, it, uh, all the revelations come in toward the end of that episode. I feel like they set them up very, very well. And... Um, Cannot say without without a fucking shred of doubt. Derek Jacobi, man, oh, amazing, so good in it. The way he's he, such he a great actor, though. Period. Gradually over the episode, the pressure of of the realization coming to him, he plays it up so well until he hits like he's actually like tearing up because yeah, you get this sense that there's this entire huge life that's getting gradually unlocked in his head. Uh, which I, yeah, I just, uh, you believe it completely. And man, his turn to a villainous character, it's uh, the only regret you have is like, you could, we couldn't go with him for a few episodes, could we? <laughs> like, yeah, 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 it would have been, yeah, probably would have been quite cool having David Jacoby and then Derek Jacoby, sorry, and then having uh, John Sim take over at some point later, at yeah. some point later, mm -hmm. the regeneration of, of um, that. But I, I understand why they went to John Sim because, you know, if the doctor can be young, I can be young. I get that. They, they, they wanted a, almost like yeah. a literal foil. Dude, and it is such a crazy episode on no budget. So it starts out with the uh, doctor and Martha land in Cardiff because that's where the rift is. That's a yeah. rift in time and space. Powering and up. Yeah. Powering power up. up. Yeah. Power up the TARDIS. And Jack's been waiting. And that's where Torchwood is. And he starts running towards the TARDIS. The doctor sees him and goes, we got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. And, uh, Tenant's subtle hatred of him or, like, disdain of him throughout this episode is so much fun to, to watch. It is. Mm. Uh, and, and it's nothing personal. It's, it's no. just what he is, what he represents. <laughs> yeah. uh, a fixed point in time, which is something that the doctor just doesn't like. Uh, and they haven't, Time Lords have an aversion to it. So Jack jumps on the TARDIS. And the TARDIS freaks out. So the TARDIS goes to the end of time, the end of the universe, the very end of the universe. And uh, yeah, they did this on no budget. So they're in a rock quarry and they got some, you know, some map paintings or bad digital of, of a previous civilization that's died out. You have this giant weird looking rocket that's uh, that's run on what bio electronics, <laughs> you know, like it's Something, it's yeah. It's it's a really cool concept. Scientifically, it doesn't need to make sense. It works within the story. Uh, and you find out, you know, Jack survives the TARDIS going to the end of the universe. Uh, they what find do they him. call the cannibals? Is it the future kind or something? Future kind, yeah. 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 <laughs> teeth. yeah. We call uh, them the future kind. But it's the present for you. <laughs> it, yeah, it's the present. I know. Uh, but that's what we'll turn into if we stick around. You get sharp teeth. So, mm. you get sharp teeth and want to eat each other and have, you know, teased. Uh, well, they'll get a little bit worse than that. The yeah. toclophane, but yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. oh, that is brutal. But uh, yeah, Jack dies. Uh, Martha starts administering CPR. Um, no, he's, he's just like, are you going to help him? It's just like, just leave him. Just leave him. Yeah, doctor's like, 
It'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> She's yeah, looking at him like, the way, what the fuck? Well, he's you, like, you can't help him. Mm. Okay, because... <sighs> yeah. It's, uh, th- th- it's good, too, in terms of just her desire to immediately try and actually use her knowledge of being a doctor, which is, yes. you know, mm-hmm. you like to see it. You're, you're like, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, that's still relevant. Yeah, they remember... You got Martha them. acting on her instincts as a doctor, and then you got Billy acting on her instincts as a lesbian. Because every episode oh, we Bill. got... You never know oh, yeah. when that'll come in handy, yeah? <laughs> every episode she had to tell everyone she's a fucking lesbian. Right. And uh, Freema is hot, dude. So Martha <laughs> it's is... It's important that that's mentioned. I just have to mention... Well, she is. Martha is mm-hmm. hot. <laughs> okay. And uh, yeah, you know, Jack wakes up. Was somebody kissing me? Uh, and then... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they go into the uh, this. Well, there's just just one thing before that I really like is when they're running with the guy because they spot him, and then you know they're both desperate. The music's all cranky, and then you just have Jack with like, "I miss this." Yeah. (laughs) The music is particularly good towards the end of this episode, by the way. Some amazing best work, and it yeah, it starts out like kind of a you know after that, it's kind of a normal doctor who episode we're in a strange place we're trying to figure out what's going on these uh people are at the end of the universe and they're gonna fly to you know utopia this place called you utopia. Even, you even get a bit of the um the doctor's rules with guns getting played in here as well uh this army of cannibals running at them and jack goes to shoot them and doctor's like don't you dare yeah uh, and then later there's a guy shooting at them or at least shooting them the floor He's like, oh, you're not going to say anything to him? And he's like, he's not my responsibility. <laughs> oh, Which so is... I'm your responsibility now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yep. So, just, but, uh, I guess the only reason I brought that up was just like, that attention has to be kept every episode. You have to remember this stuff. You have to remember how the Doctor feels about this, and you can keep changing the dynamic and stuff, but like modern episodes, one of the more regrettable things is like, they only ever play it remembering some of this stuff, and then some things they don't even realize, like ethically what they've done, or uh, what they've had the doctor completely fold back on. So um, it's just nice to see it reestablished as opposed to shat on. You know? Right. <laughs> but we get, I mean, later, uh, later in Tenant's run, of course, at the end, when we have Davros reveal the doctor, was, was great. And it's just like, the man who never carries a weapon because you take people... And you fashion them into weapons themselves. Yep. Oh. Like, oh, Davros just burned you, mate. Yeah. And those guys get to hit way harder when you get these small bits right along the way. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, shit, Davros ain't wrong, is he? <laughs> Fuck. That's who you are, Doctor. It's like, oh, wow. Mmm. It takes people... And he turns the people into the weapons so he never has to carry them himself. Mm-hmm. Cuts deep. It oh, does. Yeah. So then we meet uh, Professor Yana, played by Derek Jacoby. Jacoby. Jacoby uh, is fucking brilliant. Uh, and as events start unfolding, we remember, like, they, they've been planting the seeds for this, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yana. Yep. You are not. You are not alone. Is that yeah. New Earth? I, I suppose. Said that. 
I believe it was not new or was it new earth yeah because they yeah it it was the silly silly thing one the flash carpet lady what's her name that episode was here right new earth Oh, I forget. Moisturize uh, that lady. Mo- yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. was um, Zoe, Zoe uh, Wanamaker. Wanamaker. That's the one. Um, oh, people saying Gridlock? It was, face, it was face of Bo from Gridlock that said, you are not alone. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I can remember Gridlock, what the last face of Bo I've heard is, was. is an absolutely appalling episode, by the way. <laughs> one, of, one of Russell T's absolute honking stinkers. It was uh, it was a bottle episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> it should have it should have stayed there because when he took that the top off, it's done. New Earth, yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know what? I'd watch fucking Gridlock a thousand times before I watch fucking anything from uh, later eras. So, uh, but yeah, you're right. But uh, the face of Bo, the face of Bo, big. That's a big reveal too. Yeah, dude. Uh, and then the slow, you know, you find out what a sweet guy the professor Professor Yana is. He's like this just really nice guy, but he's got this this banging in his head that's bugging him. Uh, and then all all hell breaks loose. Like uh, they're trying to get the ship running on what is what is protein, right? It's like this protein, some sort of biomass, biomass yeah. that that the ship is running on. And uh, there's some, you know, radiation shit they got to deal with that Jack has to go in. And uh, that's when uh, I, I love the conversation between him and the doctor. Mm. You know, you, Jack, shouldn't exist. You shouldn't exist. By the way, but just before, because you were saying about the uh, Jack, he's like more wholesome performance. I really love when he he's like, are you the doctor? You, you're the doctor. Like, yes, you, you come with me. Let's go. And David Tennant's like, Ooh, yeah. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> What's going on? What are we doing? I love the playful before the more serious stuff. It, it really helps balance it out. So um, you like the whole package with the doctor. You want them to be able to jump into all different kinds of emotional states, but you want to make sure they nail the most important ones, you know, but it's great. It's one of the great things about doctor Who is you do get those incredible swerves. You know, you think you're in an episode which is like, okay, it's okay. And then it just, it'll just hit you with an absolute curveball out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, the future kind, you know, all the, all the refugees are on the ship. They're ready to go. The future, one of the future kind, uh, sabotage the ship, yeah. leads, leads Jack having to deal with the radiation couplings. And that's when they yeah. have the conversation. Uh, and that's when Martha sees the fob watch and you're like, what the fuck? Fuck no! Much like you, which is perfectly it's it's super impactful as long as you've seen Human Nature and Family of Blood, which yep. is unlikely you wouldn't have at this point. But yeah, well, it's on the list. Yep, well, yeah, on, my it's list. on my list as well. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, just well, what a brilliant way to reveal it, and then just the impact. And you love his like um, paranoia with her. The more that because she's not hiding it very well, and he's just like looking more and more concerned, like what is it? What's going on? Yeah. And um, that scene is especially more interesting when you get uh, the bit later where she's like, you know, it's like that perception filter—you can't see it. And then uh, Tennant is like, "Can you see it now? Yeah, can you mm. see it now?" Like it, it, he looks so fucking stressed out. Well, he yeah, looked- because if you can see the perception filter, it's dropped. Yeah, you you, you can now tangibly you know you now tangibly know what's going on, which means. But whoever set up the perception filter to hide it from them, 
it's gone and they're gonna they're gonna find out who they are you know they're gonna be able to uh to realize that and open up so you know that's you could understand why the doctor was just like because once he because he's painted an idea you know an idealistic picture of the time lords to to martha and 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 suddenly it's just like well actually not all of us are good and he knows that there could be some rogue time lords out there particularly oh, such the a roller coaster of emotions he's he's putting forward because like this is great news but it's also potentially horrible news i need more information what the, and it's then fun. as yeah he's thinking about it all in his head and then martha's got barely any understanding of this and he doesn't put up with her stuttering he's like you know get the fuck on with it what happened who is he what did he say and, and oh it's it's mm. uh it make it particularly impactful because now you as an audience member are like what is this bad or is this What's you know how how could this go wrong? Because interestingly, right, it meant a lot to me as someone who hadn't even seen old Who. But uh, you know, fans, especially when they start playing echoes of voices, and you can mm. you can tell you what is good now. You're like, please open up, release, accept your Majesty, exceed like, oh! yeah, yeah. That, that's what I think the older fans would be like. Oh, <laughs> like, we know what's about to happen. Yeah, I know. No, no, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But the build-up for it, you know, like he was describing, he's he was uh, found as an orphan, naked on the beach of uh, of the the coast of the Silver of uh, Devastation. You know, it's just like random shit. I love that. And uh, once he starts figuring it out, and we hear all the voices, uh, uh, what what's her name now? Why am I blanking on her name? I'm gonna go. Martha Chanto. 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 Oh. Who's in two you episodes? With your dough and your. <laughs> oh, he he rips into her. <laughs> Dude, I love the idea. That by an insect. You finally get the masters released, and he's been trapped for so long. And his first person he sees is like, You motherfucker. You couldn't yeah. have highlighted the stopwatch at all, ever. Ah. Uh. And then, then the music's building up and, uh, you know, like shit's going down with the ship and doctor's panicking. And then he's like, I am the master. It's no, it goes, fucking the master. Yeah, it's, it's just so the way he's, the way he says master is so fucking good. Yeah. And you're just like, whoa. And uh, yeah, it ends with, you know, him getting shot or shot by Chanto and uh, shot. By an insect, all over he says. Yeah, yeah. By a woman. <laughs> so, what does he uh, say? And that's like, it's just like, yeah. yeah, it's shot by a girl or so. It's just like the indignity or something, yeah. something. Oh, he's so pissed. Well, if the doctor could be young, so can I. Yeah, if the doctor could be young and fit, so can I. And the, and the great thing is that when he's regenerating, he's screaming. Yeah. Yep. Oh, which is like, oh, you know, because we've just known the doctor to re regenerate in silence, but he was just screaming. Yep. Ah! Ah! It's like, fucking like, hell. Cannon, he just looks fucking like terrified. Yep. Of what's going to happen now, sort of thing. Well, yeah, because they took the fucking TARDIS with him. Well, yeah, yeah. And, uh, that uh, that steely determination where he lifts up the screwdriver and presses. So you don't even necessarily know what's happening, but then the whole console sparks up, and it just looks like he's like, "Wait, is he destroying it? Like to prevent yeah. it from being captured?" It's like, "Well, he's sabotaging it." Yeah. Sabotaging yeah. it, yeah. 
Ah. And meanwhile, you have a fucking army of zombies trying to get in through the well, cannibals. Cannibals. <laughs> cannibals trying to get in while the ship takes off and they can't keep them out. And that's where the episode ends. And it's freaking masterful. It's relaxing. He's turning into a paranox machine. Yep. And yeah, just that um, him pleading that they can be together, that they can work together, that they can don't have to be alone. And then obviously John Sim playing it up, just being like, ah, fuck you. I'm out of here. I got all the stuff I need. And then you just get oh, your classic. You get that, you get that great that bit later where him and the master are talking. And he's talking about the time war. And the master was clearly leading leading an army of time lords. And he was just like, and then when he saw the nightmare child, he was just like, oh, I just Ran, turned it around. Yeah, I was so scared. I was so scared. Which is really, which is really, that in itself freaks you out because it's just like how you know this nightmare child, whatever this nightmare child was, uh, scared a time lord, somebody who can die and regenerate, scared them so badly they ran and they fucking. Change their oh, whole physiology. Child, like take out Davros or uh, some major doll. Uh, oh, he took out. Yeah, he took. He took yeah. out some massive, massive stuff. Yeah. Apparently, so it's like a like a Mauler. It's like a Cthulhu. Uh, the jaws of the nightmare child. Eldridge God. That's the way. I, I hope we never see it. I don't no. want to know. No, because <laughs> just the thought of it is great. I uh, sort of my my brain has it like the Doomsday Machine from Star Trek. But a living entity, like a living, like a just this sort of devouring mouth of of sinister and just nightmarish. But it, but it's like I think that from what I can read between the lines, the nightmare child will erase you from fucking existence when it kills you. You're yeah, erased from existence. That comes in when two major like. Uh, apex civilizations are at war over time. It's mm, the kind of yes. thing that comes in to even, uh, even yeah, out. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like the, uh, uh, the Reaper, Reavers, Reapers from uh, Mass Effect. Yep. Tricky for $50 says just dropped a pretty penny for the Matt Smith and Capaldi complete Blu ray collections editions. I've got both of those. I've got both of those. They're fantastic. The, the great packaging on those, and that's uh, my my tat came from one of them because that's the doctor, mm. that's the doctor's name. So, in Gallifreyan. Gallifreyan. Uh, it's Bob Gillenpop. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Uh, already had Matt Smith's collection on DVD, but I needed the high res. I miss real Doctor Who. Hail to the Fellowship. Keep the faith alive. Ah. Hail. All right, we are. Uh... Well, you two got to do your number nines now. Well, we did. Uh, well, my number nine was uh, Empty Child, Doctor Who Dances. Doctor Who Dances. Oh, so right, right, it. okay, all right. So, uh, I'll There's... do my. You do your number eight as. Wait, sorry, what was what was your Gary's number ten. My ten was Voyage of the Damned. Voyage oh, sorry, yeah. okay. And then your number nine was the Empty Child, wasn't it as well? Yes. 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 So both of our number nines are Empty Child, Doctor Who Dances. All right. Yeah, not bad. Utopia was my number two episode. Number two. Yes. And my, my number eight was Utopia, Sound of Drums. 
Boss to the Time Lords. All right. So what's your number eight, Mahler? My number eight is The Impossible Planet and the Satan Pit. Damn oh! That is a good pick. That is a good pick. Honorable mentions for me. But uh, yeah, not in my top 10, but excellent. Excellent. Those are good. Episodes. <laughs> there is a campiness to Doctor Who that, uh, frankly, is, is absolutely fine with me to remain. Um, and there is a bit of that in there, but it's still got quite a vibe that episode for um, delving into. Because I, I like that they don't strictly answer there's a lot of questions as to sure. wait is this actually the devil and he's like well you know it's what is the devil where could it's it a lot come of civilizations from? yeah <laughs> a lot more complicated um but yeah i think they handled it really well i quite like a lot of the the imagery i like obviously the 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 horror aspects um the way that they that this there's a the one contrivance I think is just kind of funny. I, I wonder how you'd fix it is the whole, you know, the TARDIS drops off from where it's stored. It's like a storage area or whatever. Yeah. And then there's he an bumps earthquake. into it when he's running around down there with no other options left. I was just like, maybe we could have found a way to make that more uh, <laughs> like, I, just... I didn't care because the music coming up and you're like, yeah, the TARDIS. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um but yeah, no, it's a, it's just a really solid two part of a uh, it's kind of like a isolated concept that you never would have expected. I don't think being like, wait, we're doing Satan. Like, you're well, like yeah. I, I, but this is this is what I really liked because the Doctor is technically the ultimate scientist, right? So you mm-hmm. have you have science versus theology. Oh, he says I don't believe in you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> that, that's. But then, the, but the, but then he questions himself. He's like, oh. But then he questions himself because, like, maybe I might not believe in you, but you're here mm-hmm. and you exist, and and so there, there was, yeah. It, but that's science versus theology, and I thought it was quite, quite an interesting sort of debate. That and uh, the fact that they didn't give away exactly what it was because it could just be an alien. Yeah. It could that just be an alien. Story. It it could be. It was great at playing mind games, but we we know plenty of people in uh, Doctor Who who are great at ty- uh, mind games. So uh, yeah, the, uh, and it, to me, it had a lot of um, sort of Event Horizon vibes to it. Yeah, it, yeah. This be part of. Yes, uh, obviously a little bit more friendly. Sure, to tone, tone down massively. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, nobody's ripping their eyes out or anything, but uh, yeah. And the, also the introduction of the Ood as well. Ood. Yeah, the Ood. Ood. And they're freaky in this. They are. Uh, uh, servant, servant, servant. Like, it's totally chill. Everything's fine. And then they just all at the same time look at you and you're like, uh. And the red eyes. When their eyes go on? red, you're like. Yeah, and the their brain only operates on, I think it says basic five, but then it keeps cranking up and up and up. And it's like something's telling them to do stuff. Because, uh, like, I think they say basic 100 is brain death. Yeah, mm. and that's what they operate eventually at. Um, and you even get what feels to me like almost an homage to um, aliens, aliens with the, yeah. the vents and stuff. Yes, yeah. it was definitely that in there as well. And it was brilliantly um, done bottle episode again, you know, because they are. Yeah, well, you, you can tell in, it's high on budget. Yeah, so they're in these little. They're mining. It's torchwood. We find out, and they're uh, they're there because what did they get called out there? Isn't it something like the? It's an it's an anomaly. It's an incredible anomaly with a huge yeah, power yeah. source. Well, there, there's there's a, a, yeah, there's a planet orbiting a black hole, and that just should not be. 
and there's a way in that's safe through like a tunnel and so they get in and out they want to harvest i guess the power of what's happening um i can't quite fully remember but yeah there's uh yep and they have these little makeshift uh like this little makeshift base and there's constant earthquakes and that's why they lose the tardis uh and they're always losing sections of their base which has to keep people running and Mm. yeah like uh and the doctor and rose feel like that like we're trapped here we're done this is it i'm gonna have to like they even have a full conversation about i'm gonna have to earn money I'm gonna yeah have to a job you're <laughs> yeah. gonna have to get a job <laughs> uh so uh yeah it's it's damn it's so good it's so good and it made some of the best like toys they like only doctor mm. can make a toy spacesuit is incredible the, oh, spa- the, the orange spacesuit is just incredible oh another thing i really liked in the episode was uh i see you know, it all- i say it they're all um, planning to leave, right? They're like, evacuation, we've got to go, the plan's done. And Rose is like, I am not leaving without the doctor. It's not happening. And the captain's like, mm-hmm, okay. And just knocks her out. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yep. And it's like, he says, I'm not losing anyone else. It's like, yeah, that's the kind of thing a person would do. They would, they were good. Just yeah. Go, yeah, you can stay here and die. That's fine. You go ahead. <laughs> oh, and and uh, the crew, you get to know them in like just a couple of lines, right? Yeah. Uh, and when 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 the devil starts getting in their head you you get to know them a little more uh and you even the ones you think are kind of dicks you're like oh no now i sympathize with them a little bit so it, it, it it's such a clever episode See, oh, i really love the um conversation has with uh the girl who helps him rappel down mm. uh, oh yeah nice and quiet just contemplative about the nature of the universe to some degree yeah well, especially when they go down there and they know they're not like coming back, like this is it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and when he reaches the end of the rope, he's just like, Well, well, I, I this mean is what it. else is there? Yeah. yeah, it's gonna cut it. Gotta yeah. Good stuff. That's all you need. That's what that's what you'd it's like Red Dwarf. Terrible budget, you know. The sets look exactly what they were, cheap, badly painted, put together. It didn't matter. It's the writing. When the writing is so strong, you could, your suspension of disbelief can say, "Yeah, that's a that's a mining spaceship in the deep reaches." And it's the same with these bottle episodes of Doctor Who because there's another there's a bottle episode I've got on this. Uh, I think we probably all have. Uh, there's you know these bottle episodes they got no budget, so they really have to rely on good writing and good acting, and and good actors, and that's what oh, this, this yeah. show has always had in spades. And and the actors were, were great. All the actors played their roles just just perfectly. They played their characters so well. It is so well written. You do get some, you know, some good little world building with the Doctor and Rose, and uh, yeah, that that when they're just repelling down, they're having the conversation about it's kind of like just acceptance, really. And uh, the Doctor sort of gain, you know, sort of garnering the acceptance from from just like a human perspective because she ain't he's got a chance of surviving he's got a chance of regenerating he's got a chance of something happening she hasn't i find yeah the the uh, taking it seriously from the actors is a huge part of what manages to grind uh, ground the episodes hmm. uh, from you don't want them to you, lift off into a place of like farce. You need them to take it seriously. Yeah, you don't need this what we have now, which is this awful meta commentary that we see yeah. all the fucking time. Well, that just happened. Yeah, well, that Whoa. just happened, Dan. That was weird. 
No, you had, you had, it's, you know, it's human. You need to relate to that human aspect. Yeah. Because we're dealing with people who are way out in the future, but what can you relate to when people live thousands of years in the future? You relate to them on a human level. That's why the writing was so good. Well, I guess it's time for you. Did we, is that everyone's eights done or? Yeah, Gary, my eight you was utopia. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> was Gary's eight? My eight. My eight is Stolen Earth Journey's End. Okay. End of season that? four. <laughs> that was the uh, end of season, season four. That's the end of season oh, okay. four. Um, and I got to mention, I have to mention an honorable mention that kind of goes along with that turn left, which is just a fucking great episode with the best fucking ending. Uh, and that's the one where Donna's put into that pocket universe with the big bug mm. on her back and uh, everything just goes to hell and it's the, the doctor not being around. So the, the, you know, the Titanic crashes fucking wipes out London um, and everybody goes into camps and they start uh, separating Ethnic cleansing, <laughs> basically. cleansing shit. Uh, uh, but all of it was to lead Rose to Donna who has yeah. to, die in that world to come back um and it starts the whole dr donna thing and then at the end uh when they're talking and she's uh, and and doctors oh well that world doesn't exist anymore she's like yeah it's like a dream i'm paraphrasing here and she goes hmm. but no wait she she told me something and doctors all what 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 she who it was a dream no she was what she looked like she was blonde and he starts going mm, hey up and she said Oh, what's her name, Donna? No, she said two words. She said, bad, bad wolf. wolf. Then it's all dun, 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 Everything says bad wolf around the Oh, that was so fucking every rad. sign, every banner, everything. It's just every shop name, everything's just bad wolf, bad wolf, yep. bad wolf, bad wolf. On the artist, uh, is it's the end of the universe. Uh, and it leads into, uh, now, like, people might think, that these two episodes are cheesy and i would agree with you and i'm fucking okay with that we had everybody show up for these episodes to fight the daleks uh and davros davros makes a comeback uh it's fucking awesome and it's a great way it ended the series dalek khan dalek khan yeah it ended the series without ending the series it ended everybody else's arc but we still had to deal with the doctor right and it goes, it, you know, again, it's their invasion of Earth. Uh, they start killing anybody. And then the Daleks are, are like, basically, they evaporate people. And uh, one of the, one of the, oh, one of the, the doctor, the Copper Foundation, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So when they have to send out the signal, that is so fucking rad. When they all get to get, when everybody gets together to send out the signal for the doctor, uh, everything about it is fucking cool. I just love uh, everything about it because it's a culmination of four seasons and they basically do their Avengers and so I, yeah, they bring in Torchwood as well, right? Like, bring in fucking Torchwood. Mm. Every, everybody comes in and it's so fucking cool. Yeah! Torchwood doing Torchwood shit. F, F for Harriet Jones. Harriet Jones. Yeah, a little redemption. 
before yep, and redemption arc before she gets killed. Uh, they even get one more joke in, you know. Oh, yes, we know, know who you, you are. are. <laughs> 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 even the fucking Daleks, man. Hey, even the fucking Daleks is so good. No, and then like the missing planets, the whole thing with the missing planets is it's basically a giant energy machine to wipe out the the fucking universe and so only the daleks were, will survive in it and uh and you find out davros isn't in charge and no when the doctor's like oh that you're their pet you're their pet mm. uh, uh so much good stuff in it and uh you know at the end it's a little uh, that this is the British cheese that I love at the end when everybody's piloting the TARDIS and you can tell like people are looking at the camera at that point. <laughs> yeah. you know, kind of yeah. I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, but then it ends on on such a, you know, a hard note uh, when he has to. He's alone. He's alone. He has to leave the Metacrisis doctor with Rose and go off. But he's, he's off to his special. Every, everyone. He's he's had everyone around him, and then he steps into TARDIS and he's alone. He's alone. It's it's really fucking cool. So that's my number eight. Mm-hmm. I think it delivered uh, on. Four Are we going to get to number five and then stop for next week or something? Because we, we, go- we are going. Oh no! But the reason I like that, that I put it in my top ten because, like, I know critically and writing people like think it's too cheesy. I fuck it. Well, I think it absolutely delivered on four seasons of buildup. What right. I will say is, like, this li- these lists we're coming up with, they're very slapdash. They can be moved sure. around, and they're not necessarily us saying these are the best or the no. you know it could be favorite, favorite best combination. You know, it's how it makes you feel here and there. You know, these are quickly done, all right? So don't worry about all that. Because I'm already yeah. thinking about, like, hmm, maybe I should have put that one there and that one there. Well, like, <laughs> yeah, when, when you mentioned it, I was like, fuck, man. Should I, I should have had the same. Ah. Shall we go to my number seven, then? Yes. Yeah. Very well. My number seven is Silence in the Library and Forest of the Dead. Oh, okay. That is my number four. Ah. Okay. I uh, I have a two-parter for number seven. What is it? It's human nature, family of blood. That's Ooh. my number seven. That's my That's number my six. Number seven. <laughs> <laughs> that and your that's your number six. Damn all of our lists are real. Yeah, our lists are close. real ridiculously close here. Ridiculously close. Yeah. Silence in the library is oh fuck. That's a it is a good A And there's so many good lines in it. Uh, just you know, River Song, the whole hello, plot, sweetie. Th- the promise, I mean, the delivery wasn't great, but what they set up with River Song was epic. That was, oh, yeah, so that, really that's kind of what I was talking about earlier. Was yeah. uh, I think they do a fantastic job in this, it's so out of left field. It's like a character that knows me, but I don't know them, and then she's like, Yeah, because this is a timeline we share at opposite ends almost. And but it's great when she says, You know, get your book, and he hasn't even met her. Yeah, when when she realizes that he doesn't even know who she is, I mean, they do a lot with it. First, being of course that she's realizing, oh shit, this could be the end of my journey. Then, if this is the beginning of yours, simultaneously, Donna being like, you know him really well. She's like, yeah, really well. She's like, why don't you know me? Yes, and she she's just like, uh, she can't say anything. She can't say anything. Spoilers. She says, 
great pieces of uh, drama that are generated almost for free. Like they, they throw this in and then you're like, oh shit, that, oh yeah, add that, oh, oh fuck. Meanwhile, yes, you have shadow piranhas eating people in a giant library, which is fun. Fucking cool. Great enemy. It is, yeah. Uh, great, again, great situ great location. They, they had some great locations in Doctor Who. Unlike the last season where it's all on fucking Earth. Alex Kingston is hot. Can I say Alex that? Kingston? Very can hot. Say that? That's allowed. Yeah, yeah. It's very Mol Flanders. I remember her from Mol Flanders getting yeah. hit off. Right. Yes, please. But uh, the story of the little girl being the mainframe and the big uh, the, the asshole like is is protecting his intellectual property, and you think he's just like some dick until the end. You know, you're like, yeah, you realize oh, he's protecting a family member. Oh. Yeah. And they, they really do twist that really well because uh, when he gets everyone back, he seems to be the most happy about it. Yep. It's like, yeah, he's a good guy. We just you just thought he was a stereotype at first. He yes. Determined. He you know, he, he was trying it, it's protecting family. It's it's a whole different beast. So and yeah, and it, and it's and it horrible deaths. You get some of the best action figures out of this, by the way. Oh yeah. They <laughs> suit with the little freaking skulls in it. It's like, ah, it's fucking awesome. Uh yeah, so it's it's scary, it's exhilarating, it's uber sci-fi, it's semi-fantasy, and it has one of those horror, yeah, horror has one horror of those happy endings uh, at the end that's, you know, a lot like... Uh, uh, it's, I'd say a bittersweet ending. Bittersweet, yeah. They're, they're saved. Mm. They're saved. We've got plenty of... Um, and the dead really... people are... Back. Is... Saved, backed up. <laughs> It's They're one of the first uh, instances of the doctor doing something he does a couple times later. I know he does it as Matt Smith a few times, but basically the whole "I'm the doctor, look me up." Yeah, that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo! That is such a like the look on his face. It's fucking awesome. That's one of my yeah. And I just love that the vashes are out of they getting closer and closer and closer. He says that and it just stops. And then mm, stop going backward. Up. It's just like Start, hey. yeah, stops retreat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and what what really sold the the episode for me is just my god, the acting between Tennant and uh, I, you said it, your name is Alex Kingston, right? Alex yeah. Kingston, yeah. yeah, yeah. They do fucking fun. they sell that they've had this relationship and it's uh, well, she it's does. Like the first she, episode. She does. Yeah, um, I I love how much she can crack him so quickly because who, of uh, information. Who had the she best has. chemistry with Alex Kingston, Peter Capaldi, David Tennant, or Matt Smith? Well. Ten only had the one episode, really. I mean, <laughs> yeah, and uh, Capaldi, but the way that I don't know, the way that Capaldi just looks her and goes, "Hello, sweetie." Yeah, that to me was just the best interaction between. And she's sort of like, <laughs> when she, when she <laughs> realizes that's my favorite River Song yeah. uh, Doctor interaction myself. Yeah, that was a pretty cool episode because he's uh, it's it's a complete antithesis uh, antithesis antithesis of uh, this because she doesn't know who he is and he knows exactly who yep. she is. Yeah, I think I think actually Capaldi and her had the better chemistry overall. Like that was the more believable relationship mm. uh, than the May December Matt Smith. But the, the, she was great with Matt Smith too. But Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just felt he the problem I had with Matt Smith's interaction with River Song was the whole interaction with um Amy Pond. Mm -hmm. it, it kind of, to me, put a bit of a barrier between um, him and River to a degree. What, what's great about Matt Smith's performance is it's a childlike old guy in a young body. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he can really turn on the, like when he wants to, he can turn on the, I am the fucking doctor. I'm mm. almost a thousand years old. Don't fuck with me. Almost better than anybody. Like uh, he was really good at just turning on a dime like that. Um, Tenet still had a little bit of the tortured PTSD doctor, but could get badass when he wanted to. Oh, dude, his, his rage is what uh, really drags me. We'll we'll talk a bit about that further along the list. We go, but I, I know which one you're talking about. It's on my uh, Another moment I fucking adore is how he sells the you know the whole like I, I don't trust you. Just like yeah, but you need to for this to work. So I'm just gonna have to tell you something. Mm. We don't know what it is until the end of the episode. But his fucking face, face drops yeah. when she tells him his name. Uh, yeah. Oh good God, he looks terrified almost, and just like, like why the hell do you know that? Yeah. Well, he's, she says, "Are we good now?" And he's like, "Yeah." yeah. yeah. You know, you can barely get it out. It's like, yeah. "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And the other thing I love about that is, just hit him like a ton of bricks, and then snap. He's back to the doctor. He's like, "Right there, you know, we need to do blah 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 blah." Because like that means a shit ton to him, but it's got nothing to do with completing the mission as is right now. Right. And like, I think yeah. it means he. I mean, I saw that also is once he got that. Like I said, he does hit him like a ton of bricks. Once he snaps to realization, he he realizes he's got somebody right by him who he can trust with anything. Yeah. Anything. So I think that gives him way more confidence. Um, another moment I really like is uh, he has a bit of a... He, he darkens the visor on one of the girls' uh, spacesuits. He thinks it'll give her more time, which it does. And um, she stays talking throughout the episode. She even asks like for help. She's terrified because... You even see her tearing up because she's just like, I'm dead. I've got another yeah. shadow. I'm just dead. And uh, then when there's just like a few of them left and he's talking out loud about his plan and she's just in the background and he just cuts it off in the middle and goes, and I really liked her. Like, yep. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I felt it. I was like, oh, fuck's sake. She's dead, isn't she? And it's like, yep, she's gone. And he knows. Mm -hmm. And he, he fuels that as part of like, don't fuck with me. I will destroy you. <laughs> like, yep. Which uh, is all written in these books. We can find out plenty of it. These oh, are yeah. our forests. They are our food. <laughs> good shit. It's good shit. Great two parter there. Uh, yeah. Are we going to get through the list, guys? Well, we can oh. try. <laughs> I got to read super chats at some point. We're like two and a half hours in. We got super chats. Do you want to? I'd say go to I, six. I, I think go to uh, go to finish at six and then do and the then, top yeah. five. Yep, yep, we'll do a top five. Okay, well, so because my seven was some, we had six and seven was similar. We had to the some overlap right? here, so like, um, uh, get, uh, we do, we do have some overlap. And yeah, you can talk about the honorable saying, mentions next week. Yeah, yeah. Well. My, my seven, yeah, yeah. My seven so, was yeah. human nature, family of blood. Yeah, so that's my scary. six. So, which is seven. your six. So yeah. we, can, we can end on that one because that is c c absolutely David Tennant's best performance. But without a uh, it's not. I think it's not just David uh, Tennant's best performance. I think it's uh, Freeman Agumon's best performance. Yes. yes. Uh, I think it's. Uh, I can't. I, I can't remember the, the the woman's name from Spaced. Uh, she is absolutely sensational in it as well. Um, I loved. I know this sounds weird. But I I loved her sort of of the time racism towards Martha and Martha sort of slapping her, you know, not physically, but sort of uh, slapping back at her, which was which was really good, because once upon a time, folks, uh, you could you could behave 
as that time would behave. Uh, and so it was just it was just very interesting to see Martha interact in, in that situation because, you know, some of the school pupils are racist towards her and she just sort of takes it. And her friend, of course, is just like, you know, Martha knows that if she gets up a tea, she's going to get fired and then she's going to lose the yeah. ability to, to, to look after herself. It's very interesting for the new doctor <clears throat> anytime he goes in the past, unless he puts up a perception field or something. I, yeah. yeah um, the scene you're talking about, by the way, I, I really like because she's proving she's an actual doctor. She knows what she's doctor, talking about. Yeah. This doctor, mm -hmm. even she'll, Martha will know more than she does, more than likely. Yes. And uh, she labels all of the bones in the hand, and then she says, "You just read that out of a book." She's like, "Cool, cool fucking read it out of a book." Is that what? Is that, <laughs> yeah, what, is yeah. that what does it work? <laughs> I just thought that was fun because it, it feels like a very genuine reaction. Like, yeah, you don't know how to be a doctor. You're just reading stuff off a page. So like, this ep th this show was uh, adapted from a book. That yes, was, yeah. uh, from 1995, it called Human Nature. That Meant was, for uh, McCoy's Doctor, right? For McCoy, Made for, uh, yeah, McCoy's Doctor. Yes. And uh, Paul Cornell wrote it. Paul uh, Cornell, who, yeah, yeah, who en ended up acting like a complete twat on Twitter. Um, yes. Later, uh, I think I'm still blocked by by him, but still love this freaking episode. Uh, yeah. So the Doctor again is running from uh, <laughs> some beings that want to basically consume him uh and they don't have very long lifespans and they would get a much longer one with the doctor uh so therefore we come up with the fob watch that's where the fob watch comes in and uh basically rewrites his his dna and he turns human mm. he turns human and has a uh, implanted memory the chameleon arch and John uh, Smith, on, which is great because that's the alias he always uses. Is uh -huh. John Smith. And he's 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 a unique character. He is not the doctor without knowledge or something. He's he's very much his own man, which is really important for how things run in this uh, this episode. And I'm very glad they dealt with that. A lot of lesser shows would just be like, yeah, I'm back to normal, you know, and it would be like, well, what about that other personality? What about that other person? Hmm. Hmm. Um, well, it, it it sure foreshadows something, and uh, yeah, you 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 feel that person will die. Not to get too far ahead, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah and, terrified, absolutely terrified. Yeah, the sold end. it very well. Which, ironically, when ten leaves us, we have you know, kind of like a really. Scared, upset doctor. Mm -hmm. Well, it's it, the whole situation is fucked up. Okay, and and the doctor has no choice because if this family of blood mm. catches him, they can live forever and do this and just wreak havoc. Right. So he has to stop wherever he stops, wherever he goes. That's what like, and unfortunately, he's going to get people killed, and that's a decision he had to make, and he gets called out on it. Like oh, I love that scene. It's great. Yep, he gets called out, but like he had no choice. So, well, the uh, the ending of this is is absolutely disgustingly um, reversed with Jodie Whittaker's shitty doctors. Oh fuck shitty... that shit! That didn't happen. Yeah. I hate that so much. When I found out, I was just like, "What do you mean? Do you like you? Why would you do that? That's like tenant. 
That's in stone. You can't change it. <laughs> but yeah. I say that as if they haven't fucked with some of the more fundamental elements of Doctor Who already. It's just so annoying to find out because everyone remembers those final scenes uh, for the Family of Blood. It's some of Tennant's most yeah. like disdainful, vindictive, and just vengeance of the fury. Time Lord. Yeah, that didn't. Uh, Jody didn't reverse. It didn't fucking count. Okay. <laughs> she didn't no. no, she's still she's still trapped in a fucking mirror. That person's still stuck in a fucking star. That other guy's a fucking scarecrow and it's still there Absolutely, now. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, the Fury of the Time Lord. Dude, mm. the greatest scenes in, in all of Doctor Who. Like, when you fucking see him actually fucking be like, do not, okay, when you fuck with me too far, this is what you get. Like, this is, that was fucking awesome. Uh, the, greatest, the greatest thing about this show is we've got a show that's been around for six, well, it's been dead for a while, but we'll say 50 plus years. We don't know the doctor's name. We know one of his relatives. Mm -hmm. That's it. Uh, we don't know much about his life other than he was friends with the master. I haven't seen best friends. Uh, yeah. best friends. And he rarely, you know, he'll get like give anecdotal <clears throat> stories once in a while through the classic era and stuff of when he was a boy. Because uh, he was a boy. Because he's a man. Because he was a boy. Uh, but not much. We know nothing. Nothing about this doctor, and it's and it's great, it's great, and, and don't ever fucking answer it. I I don't want to I don't want to know his name, uh, that origin from Timeless Children's bullshit. By the way, like Russell T Davies does have to address that. That's the other thing. They have to address the Timeless Children. That has to be like some bullshit from the master, or they have to retcon it, or it's dead because it'll always be out there. Uh. So the doctor turns himself into a human to teach a, at a boys school that are getting prepared for uh well they're but it's we're leading up to World War 1 they don't know it yet but they, they don't, don't know, know it yet yeah Martha knows it which is another you know it's 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 got that that overall theme of um yeah these boys were privileged but they're also going to go they're about to step into a meat grinder yeah and and that was their privilege so there was a lot of interesting themes uh dealing with you know british culture english culture back then which i find fascinating it was great uh but we never see the family of blood we never really see what they really look like they take over human bodies uh and uh once they do that that person's dead mm. and it's pretty fucked up <laughs> it's pretty fucked up you were just saying about how um wherever the doctor landed essentially through this place into the meat grinder as mm -hmm. well. I think that parallel is supposed to be pretty much on purpose, right? The humanity getting stripped from those kids yep. at the same time. And, and just a lot of that weight getting put on him at the end and to then follow up with when he leaves. So you're saying about the great performances, the lady from space, mm. she like picks up the book and just starts crying because John Smith is dead. He's gone. He's gone. And, uh, and Tim, you know, isn't uh, he's kind of the little kid, right? And he gets bullied a lot. Uh, and what they were doing target practice, and he kind of fucked up. And John Smith, played by the doctor, is like, uh, Can we give him a beating, sir? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> like, can we give him a beating? Yeah. Can we give him a beating, sir? <laughs> um, yeah. It's... Welcome to boarding schools in Britain. Have a nice day. But what this this whole episode is is John Smith falling in love, and uh, with uh, the woman from Spaced is 
it's uh, Jessica Hines. Mm. Jessica Hines. Uh, As we said, and, performances across the board were fantastic in this episode. Well, right. And he genuinely falls in love, and uh, you know, that's something like he wasn't warned about. Like Martha keeps going back to because Martha's seeing this right, and she's in love with the doctor too. Oh, and she has to go back to the ship, and she keeps rewatching a tape where he's like, "Okay, make sure I don't do this. Make sure I do that." You know, and uh, but he never brings that up. Like, what if you fall in love? What do I do then? Oh shit! Mm. So uh, as things and get why worse, wasn't it me? Yes, and why wasn't it me? And Tim has the fob watch the whole time. He's he nicks the fob watch, so he starts hearing voices. And the fob watch is like, open me, open me, not yet. You know, it's like warning. It's it's the doctor's like laying in wait, waiting for the right time, which is really great to help yep. out Utopia later. Because yes, all that stuff comes back, but with the master, it's just good yep. stuff. Yep. And uh, holy shit, that ending, dude. Woo. Yeah. It is. It is great. So that's what I mean. It it's an all time performance, uh, all time episode, uh, two episodes. I'm surprised it's not higher on even on my list, but there are. I know, but there is there some are good shit. You know, uh, there are others, which I guess we'll get to in the next show. <laughs> I think we yeah. can do one more. Can we do number six? Well, do number six. All right, hang on. So, because I'm trying to keep track as well. Did we do what was Gary seven? That was my seven. Human family oh, right. was nine. Yeah. So Gary and I have had seven and nine identical. Yep. You and you and I have like had one space between three or four now. Yeah, our lists have been crazy close. Suspicious okay. amount of Doctor Who episodes. Oh, so my number six. Mm -hmm. Dalek. Mm -hmm. Dalek. Oh. This is so weird because my number six has one word as well. Oh, what is it? Blink. See, I, you know what? I left Blink Should off we my not list. Save this for next time. Dalek and Blink. These are pretty big episodes. These pretty big episodes. Yeah. I left Blink off my list because everybody loves Blink, and I'm just like I, everything. But like, I'll watch it. I love it. It's one of the greatest episodes ever. But I just left Blink off because. And what's yours, Mola? What's your number six? So my uh, Blink's actually my own and my honorable mention. Uh, because of my honorable mention. As for what is my, did you say what is my six? Mm. Yeah. That's human nature and family of blood. There you oh, go. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, well, maybe we should wait because the Dalek requires some conversation because it is a fucking goat episode. Oh, no. I'm going to have to go watch all these again. Oh, well. Yeah. I was thinking I might just rewatch them again, but uh, uh, refresh. What you, oh, you and I, Mahler, had a long conversation on Discord about Dalek uh, like a year ago. So uh, it's it's still be fine. <laughs> we'll be phenomenal episode um, it, that that we'll discuss. It's I assume yeah. Well, we gotta keep our uh, the rest of the lists for next time. Yep. Sort of yeah. Teams. Very well. With my controversial number one. Um, I, don't know if, I don't know if mine will be controversial. I don't know because I already know what my number one is. I know what your number one is. I know I, it. I my number one is uh, I don't think you I well I think I know. <laughs> I, do you think what you think you know what my number one is? Yeah, I think yours is the same as Mahler. 
I think mine oh. could possibly be the same as yours. No way. I possibly. Possibly. Okay. Mine... I, I I think there's a decent chance that our number ones are actually the same. Yep. Okay. Hey, you know what? We can talk about it once the stream's off. Because <laughs> I want to yes. know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. well, we can uh, have it before next week. You guys we'll, we'll do it next week. I know not everybody, you know, we'll, we'll definitely talk about Walk Hollywood and all that shit, but like we've been promising this for a while. And yeah, this, we got to talk about fucking happy times. Great. Yeah. <laughs> this was awesome to talk about. Plus, you know what? A lot of people would say, you haven't been talking about Doctor Who in a while. It's like, we, okay. There you go. <laughs> You're going to get Let's a bit of it. Let's do it. Um, but you know, I'm sure Disney will do five dumb things by next week that we'll talk about. There'll be more Marvel cringe and all that good stuff. But let's read some soups. All right. Gridlock is my number one, correct? That's it. No, fear her. Fear her is my number one. Monsters. Gridlock's number two. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and Flubber Monsters number three. Uh yeah, Blink is an honorable mention with me. I have Five pages of notes on this that I, I've just been working on. It was not easy. It was hard to leave off, you know, thing like the Time of Angels, Flesh and Stone. Um, but uh, yeah, and who knows? I could change my mind by next week. <laughs> yeah, we could always change it. Uh, SJ Almighty has gifted five neurotic memberships for twenty five dollars. Thank you very much. Thank you. G Dash for one hundred dollars. Do you all support us, humble one letter people, or are you all avatar supremacists like Ryan Canal? Uh, uh, Canal. I'm gonna say <laughs> Canal. I'm gonna say his name. Canal. Piss him off. Canal. Uh, no, I am not. Uh, I support the Alphabet Mafia. Uh, <laughs> and I pointed out he ignored my chat because I was in the chat for. Geeks Gamers Daily, but they're so popular now that they just don't answer my chat. So what I said was, you know what, Ryan? Ryan stands in. So is it better to stand in front of two letters with your arms crossed so your so your guns look bigger? Uh, is that better than just having a letter? Because he's just in front of two <laughs> with his with his hands under his arms like this, doing. Oh yeah, look at these guns. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I heard, I heard, did that get darker? Why did my camera get, wow, it got lightened. If you're looking for something darker. Um, are, you, are you using your DSLR? Yes. Yeah, that'll be why. Yeah. If you, oh. if you get to a certain position, it will cut the light and it will darken the screen. And then when you pull back, it'll refocus and lighten it all back up. I have all that turned off, though. I don't have manual focus on, manual auto white balance. I set it and then freeze it so it doesn't do that shit. That was just weird. Maybe there's just uh, whatever. So our boy, uh, John Campia, went oh, after yeah. Ryan Cannell again. Uh, he found him or something? I, I, that's, you Maybe cannot he's searching date for my his... son, John Campia. You cannot date my son. And don't make me tell his mother, Jeremy. All right? Now, Ryan might be angry. He might be racist adjacent he might be slightly gay when he's drunk but he's our angry racist adjacent slightly gay when he's drunk okay do not fuck with him do not that's a hell of a yeah i can't but honestly i'm with brian on this one maybe maybe tweet out ask john campy if he's okay 
because I am a little concerned. He put his show behind a paywall. You hear about that? No. Live streams behind a paywall now, so he's only doing <laughs> it. And okay. uh, yeah, like he he like threw up one of Ryan's thumbnails, and like this is like the fourth or fifth time he's brought him up by name. You know. I think he fancies him. Uh, well, yeah, he, he he probably two things. Number one, probably fancies him. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is probably very jealous. Ah, probably very jealous of of Ryan's incredible growth, popularity, and he re- and Ryan knows his shit. You see, yeah, Campia needs other people for that. He this needs he needs Robert. Robert don't need Campion. Campion needs people like Robert. There you go. Uh, do your thing, Campion. Like leave baby boy alone. Yeah, search for some more Toby Maguire dick. Yeah. Uh, Travis's world has gifted five neurotic memberships for twenty five dollars. Uh, Surly SOB on the Streamlab side. Thank you for the twenty dollars. Disney's Disneyland's Pirates of the Caribbean ride used real skeletons. Yes, it's true. Uh, just to make it look authentic, it is really a stretch to believe that they don't have the best intentions for your children. Uh, no, that that is a true story. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean used to be a great ride until they fucked it up uh, and made it PC. Uh, but uh, yeah. One of the best rides in history. God, it was such a good ride when you were a kid. Uh, it's so atmospheric. It like it's so clever what they if you've never been on it, like you're inside a building, but like, dude, the way they do the clouds on the ceiling. So when you go in, there's a pirate, there's two pirate ships that you're going through a town that's getting burned and raided. Pirates are raping people. Um, and then you it opens Iced. up, it opens up to like a harbor where a ship is firing on the town and got the sky above you. And it just looks like the fucking sky. It's so cool how they did that. It is. um, Yeah. Not anymore. Fuck that. Fuck Disney. Patrick M uh, has gifted 10 nerdrotic memberships for $50. I hit the, I hit the spring on my microphone stand. Ominous. Uh, VPM for 1999 Father's Day better be on one of those lists. It made me weep like a girl and call my dad. It's it's on in my honorable mentions. It's that's why this was hard. What 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 say what was that again? Second Father's Day. Not on mine. Not on my list. It was up for consideration. It did not make it to the top ten. It it was it was between that and Dalek. <sighs> Uh, but that's why because I had it narrowed down to 25 episodes and then I had to pick 10 I had my top 10 narrowed down to 25 yep and then I had to pick 10 and it was tough Uh, I just just had to get brutal man yeah you did I I came from the perspective of which 10 episodes or 10 parts you know would I if I just wanted to sit down and, and enjoy, which would I pick? That was sort of like my, my it's the enjoyment factor. I know there are great certain probably episodes maybe are better than others in here, but maybe it's maybe the mood or the theme of them doesn't work with just wanting to sit down and go, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. 
that that's it. It's like, what one am I going to sit down and watch and enjoy more? Because there are like really good episodes. There's great movies that like, hey, that's a great movie. But man, I am just like, you got to be in a mood to watch Apocalypse Now. You're not yeah, just yeah, going, yeah. hey, let's go put in Apocalypse Now. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's now. Isn't war great? Isn't it great? Uh, uh, but, you know, it, there's got to be a, a factor of, of cool, fun, uh, a little creepy, Mm. Uh, but something that's that's just good, like fun. That's like probably you, you're the thing you lean to the most, right? Uh, but there's also has to be like good, just dramatic moments that hit in the feels. I think so, I, I, I'm I'm really happy with my top five I'm, in terms of impactful episodes. Oh, I am too. I'm pretty happy with mine. Could be moved, not the top two. They stay in the same forever. Well, getting to watch a couple of episodes in the home theater, and I'm going to go do it later. I just get dang it. I got a feeling we've. I'm going to. I'm going to predict that we have three out of the top five the same in some order. Could very well be. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I've I'm seen gonna... people mentioning some episodes that haven't been mentioned at all, and I'm like, oh, they'll be mentioned. <laughs> But hey, we will miss out on some. Might be a couple of shocks along the way, though. A couple of shocks along the way. Who knows? Yep. Ian so forth for 50 British pounds. That's enough. I like that it's still listed as Queen Cleopatra season one. Season one. Season one. (laughs) Season last. (laughs) First and only. Season only. Dude. Over 5,000 reviews, and it's 2%. How does that even happen? Well, it means <laughs> it means that 2% voted it 60% or higher. That's what it means. Yep. Jerry? But, it, but the way that Transmatos is set up, it just looks like it's 2% out of us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jared Cruz has gifted five neurotic memberships for $25. Thank you very much. Like a movie can be certified fresh and be a solid six out of ten. Well, that's that that's a, that's why it's bullshit. But exactly when it's two percent, I think you got a general idea of like people <laughs> fucking hate it. <laughs> I think you can safely say that people fucking hate it universally when it has a ten percent critic score and a two from the critics who had the balls enough to review it. Didn't yes, credit, credit was due. Uh, probably Christian Toto. He's probably in there. <laughs> he's good man's Chris. Yeah, he's a good man. Uh, no Zaku boy for $50. <laughs> Who sees into the hearts of men and the undergarments of women. Peeping Tom. A wave of inebriation has gripped Ooh. the city without anyone having a drop of a drink. Can a white girl wasted Tom trade shots with the delusional drunken diva Double vision. <laughs> Saw Dog has gifted five neurotic memberships for $25. Thank you very much, Saw Dog. Uh, Kathy's Dead Goldfish for $20. Doctor Who is such a generational show. My six year old grandson's favorite episode is Eccleston, Eccleston's Dalek. Oh, we'll talk about that. Oh, one. we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Um, I committed to something just now, and uh, I don't know if I should have. 
because I forgot I got to take my wife out to dinner tonight. Oopsies. Oopsie doopsies. Hopefully Uh-oh. it's early enough. But Robert and I are, I, mean, I actually, yeah. So I'm working on a video and I'm, and I'm, I am real curious to hear what like the writer's guild's beef is beyond like mandatory like mandatory writers rooms the, 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 outside of the unrealistic. I want to hear the realistic ones, like percentages, what you get from the streaming. So yeah, we might be doing something tonight based on that. Cause I, I want to be informed about this before I rip into them in a video. So, <laughs> uh, well, it's ripping in Hollywood. It's not just the writers. I think, um, I think the writers and producers, uh, really did a good job oh. uh, this is a team effort of fucking up i think it's a team effort <laughs> do you see do you see Terry metallis's tweet the other day oh where he misspelled cnn yeah <laughs> yeah i saw that you've been watching what's it called what's the show called bins with s the business oh. one uh succession? Succession. succession yeah yeah. It was just like, oh, the way that the show's leaning ATN, is it called the network? Yeah, it's Wait, supposed don't to be things things if it's Fox spoilers. News chilling. And I just, he put Fox is chilling. And I just put, you spelled CNN wrong. It's oh, definitely supposed to be Rupert Murdoch ish for sure, the show. It is. Like, you know, I'm just. I think it's much more interesting than going the way of being like, allegorically, this is this, and that's interesting because they're bad or something. It's just like, no, 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 no. It's it's way more about how the higher levels of all kinds of business and corporate corporation like corrupts the shit out of everyone. Yeah, it, um, it is like Uber corporations with shareholders uh, and broadcast. I think it calls out all broadcast. It's a black comedy, right? It's supposed to be a black comedy. It's there's not really many people to root for if Eddie at all. There's nobody to root for. It's a it's it there's nobody to root for. It's like people just being fucking awful to each other. Yeah. Um and, uh, and they all done. Their, like allegiances uh, on a dime, uh, literally on dimes. So like they need money, so they'll they'll just make alliances out of nothing or backstab the shit out of family members. Is is all kinds of crap that happens. So. Speaking of Metallus, I got oh the uh nice, the vinyl. Yep. Soundtrack, beautiful. I pre-ordered it on the Amazon. And uh, to show off a comic, okay. So this is Superman's girlfriend, Lois Lane, number 39. (laughs) Okay. And they got a little baby. A great imaginary story when Lois Lane hated Superman. I hate you, you super wolf, you two-timer. And our super baby hadn't ripped open the safe. I'd never uh, know you're still in love with Lana Lori and Lila. Super, super baby opened the safe and Superman is secretly still. Oh no. His girlfriend is all Lois. I should have known our marriage would be unhappy. You always, you'll always be jealous of my old girlfriends. Oh, <laughs> I love it. She's going to throwing dishes at Superman. Come on, man. I got it at Torpedo Comics. I just thought the cover was. Uh, there are some funny. hilarious Superman covers. Hilarious. Was just an absolute asshole. <laughs> it's super. There's a whole. There used to be a site called Super Dickery, right? <laughs> 
and it's and it's just Superman being a dick, and it's all the covers of Superman being a dick, and then then have all the uh, ambiguously gay Batman, you know, panels <laughs> and covers with 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 Robin with Robin the 50s. Uh, because the yeah yeah because of the comics code, people got pissed. That's the way it goes. All right, I'm gonna let you guys. You guys probably must go. Must need to go, Mahler. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much jump out at this point. So it's yeah. um, it's been a blast, Ladaroonies. Yeah, I'll wait to do the uh, the second half. Yep. And um, well, as well as talking about whatever it is that the world has fallen into by the next week, because disarray <laughs> doesn't take very long, of course. But um, yeah, I guess I'll jump out. Are you guys planning on streaming for much longer, or? I'm I'm I, I've actually got a hard out in like 15 minutes, but I was going to read some soups. I'll stick around for 15. Okay. I can do 15. I'll stay. I committed to something I might get in trouble for. So sorry, Robert. Uh, my wife comes first, just to let you know. Wow. <laughs> well, dude, it's our Mother's Day dinner, like two days later. It's just the way it goes. Ah. Uh well, I had a show Sunday, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Jimmy Corsetti. Oh, by the way, uh, this this hat I'm wearing. Is uh that's gonna be the giveaway, uh the Instagram giveaway our Forbidden Frontier hats. We're also gonna have those at Asheville for the summit. So very nice. Our that intro was pretty neat. Ah, that intro was uh, really good. Thanks to you. Oh my god, it was amazing. And Perry. And Perry, yeah. And Perry's oh, fucking yeah, quite a combination. It. Killed it, killed it with that intro. Loved it. Uh, Edward Morris for four ninety nine. Gary, did you ever get the chance? To see Nefarious, I have not. I didn't, couldn't see it in the theater. If I can watch it via um, streaming or a Blu-ray, I will. I saw it Saturday, and it's very good. I heard it's really good. Uh, uh, though I think the ending was a little forced. We'll see. I want to see it. Uh, but the theater, there wasn't a theater super close to me. So, uh, yeah. Mikey Gussler for $10. Gary, will you please invite... Oh, I read this one already. He resent it for today. Oh, okay. From Sunday. Mike, I, I talked to, I responded to this on my uh, super chat square, which you can find on nerd erotic live, but I'll, I'll do it again. Gary, will you please invite Jay Longbone on FNT for the 26th? So she can discuss the little mermaid remake. Plus uh, it will give her more time to speak since you guys kept arguing about food last night. Well, we stopped after like an hour. Okay. <laughs> we Don't did. bring this wee shit into this. All right. Okay, well, it would have been over with quickly, but uh, Odin, who didn't show up but decided to show up, kind of stirred the pot, made it a little worse. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that was kind of a bummer. But you want to do this whole big thing? We have all the steaks. One slight. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I'm. I'm so. I. Pussy. That's why I. Jeremy and I came up with the th like. Let's just you know because people were kind of bummed. So like, let's let's play it up. I'll eat something. I'll say, fuck it. I'll eat something I hate. Vegemite. Let's go. You know? It was worth it. <laughs> it's totally worth it. It's fine. It's such a fucking baby about it. Uh, Matthew Hammond uh, for uh, two parts, $25 total. The closest to relevance of Doctor Who in the UK is the Cosby show in the US that at one point was watched by 30 million households. It was. Mm. Oh, um, mash the end was the, that was the most watched i still think it's the most watched scripted television show ever is the finale of mash 
Uh, I sent you a link in your tweet email. If the 1960s were the decade of superhero movies, Marilyn Monroe as Harley Quinn, Gene Wilder as the Riddler, Clint Eastwood as Wolverine, that would be amazing. Wow. Oh, did you see the image of uh, the the uh, AI image of Marilyn Monroe's Harley Quinn? No. Could you pull it up? Oh, I'll try and find it. I'll find it. Uh, well, they can do that someday. John Wayne as Nick Fury. Uh, true beer appreciator for one dollar. As a German, seeing all of your Yankee and red coat piss water you call light beer makes me sick to my stomach. If you're not the British idiom of a cigarette, please drink a real <laughs> beer or just don't drink at all. Oh my uh, god, the diluted crap makes me want to puke. Um, hey, I don't drink at all, so there. there you go. Hey, I, I, I'm over. Hundred days without over a hundred and oh, that's fucking odd days without alcohol. That is fantastic. That is funny. There's a hundred days without alcohol. Gary runs away. Gary, (laughs) I'm waiting for you to pull up Harlequin. I'm trying to find it. I thought it was in my notifications. It's not. Oh no! I'm to go down to something else route now. Find weirder porn faster than this. Come on, dude. Oh, he's Uh, right, you know. Uh, the squid for $20. I'd say the Zygon invasion and inversion made my top 10. It sucks that those episodes were basically the only good writing Peter Capaldi had to work with, but those two episodes were great. The best Peter Capaldi speeches in there. The yeah. Absolute best. The goat, the defining moment that made him like that, that like seals the deal for his doctor. For sure. For sure. How many moments did Jody have? Uh, none. None. I think she had negative 17. Oh, I thought Alex... when she finished being the Doctor Who or Doctor was the best part for you. Um, no, it's kind of more than that thing, though. Even when she regenerated, she was she did it pretentiously. <laughs> she did. Uh, Alex Galena for ten dollars says, Love you guys, Mahler. Do you, uh, do you find anything enjoyable about the alien prequels? I think on a technical level, they are amazing, but writing character uh, are trash level. I kind of adore the atmosphere of those films. I just hate the scripts. So like, and I'm not sure about the casting sometimes too, like throw in, uh, what's his name? The cowboy guy in like the alien covenant, Danny McBride. I was like, why is Danny McBride in an alien movie? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Can't. It's not like it can't work. It's just, I don't know, it just seems strange. And then just, yeah, what do I, like the look of them. I really like David. He's a good idea. And, you know, Fastband is an amazing actor. But um, it's amazing to have gone Alien 3 and Resurrection, right? Which are clowny movies. Uh, you know, I, I have some patience for 3. I think 3 is good in a lot of ways, but Resurrection is insane. And to then have two uh, alien did. movies from Ridley, Ridley Scott come out that I'm like, wow, those are the worst out of the whole yep. series. It's like, how did that happen? Like, well, it's kind of funny how it ticks the boxes of it fucking rewrites a bunch of shit that no one wanted rewritten. Yeah, and it answered questions nobody would want, want an answer. You know what we wanted? Fucking aliens making mm-hmm. it to Earth. Just oh, fucking dude, it, do it that. It evolved into um, shitty generic slasher. The, 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 the time I really knew it was when they were in the shower. And then they're like, the monster's behind them. It's going to get them in the shower. I was like, I've seen this shot like 10,000 times. 
And it, this this happened because all the films try to copycat Psycho. Like, why are we here? What happened? That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. And you can have Audrey Hepburn as Catwoman. Lucille Ball as Poison Ivy. Lucille Ball as Poison Ivy. Robert Redford as Batman. Kirk Douglas as Superman. Woody Allen as the Joker. Gene Wilder as the Riddler. That's great. Sophie Loren as Wonder Woman. Ooh. Just good. Clint Eastwood is Wolverine, man. <laughs> oh dang! Clark oh, Gable is Tony oh, wow. Stark, man. Paul Newman is Captain America. So fucking good. Vincent Price is Doctor Strange. Oh shit, that's awesome. I am loving that. Sydney Poitier yeah. is Black Panther. Oh look at that. That's unique. Grace yeah. Kelly is Mystique. Oh, Steve dang. McQueen is Star Lord. I know we kind of hate Malcolm McDowell. Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> I don't know Spider-Man, man. I don't know about that. Rita uh, Hayworth, Scarlet Witch. Yep. John Wayne. John Wayne. <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor, Black Widow. This is just great. Ooh, Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando is the Punisher, man. Oh, dang. Sammy Davis Jr. is Blade. John Lennon is Loki. <laughs> Oh my god! Sean, Sean Connery. Connery. Oh, dude, hang on, hang on. Has he got a no Sean way. Connery Thor figure? Oh. <laughs> about to happen. Maybe. I'm sort of hoping so. <laughs> you know, give it a decade or so, they'll be able to just make up a movie on the spot with AI shit that has all this yeah. stuff in it, and we won't know what to think about that. Are you ready? Yes. Do it. Oh, he does have a Sean Connery as Thor. I have a Sean Connery as Thor. <laughs> wow. I don't know how right. I knew that was going to be the case. But <laughs> you weren't expecting that. No. Nope. All right. Well, I had an extra Sean Connery body and then the Captain Action uh, stuff that they put out for 1-6 scales uh, 10 years ago. I'm like, I wonder what Sean Connery would look like as Thor. So I just fucking did it. So I got it. There you go. Way ahead of you on that there one. There it is. All right. Hey. Back to soups. Uh, Oogie Boogie Man for 50 Australian dollars. First super chat. Keep the content coming, you bunch of legends from Melbourne, Australia. Mm. Sorry I have to declare war in your country because of Vegemite, but me and the emus are going to kick your ass. Uh, Vila Idiot. For ten dollars. Sorry if you answered this already, but what do you think of the Superman Batman Public Enemies animated movie? Also, you think DC should just adapt their animated series to films? In a lot of cases, yes. In a lot of cases, yes, because their earlier films are fucking great. Great. Uh public enemies. I liked it. Uh, uh the the Superman Batman comic was fucking awesome. Uh Jeff Loeb. Dennis. Mm. Uh, Edward Chandler for $5 on the Streamlabs side. Ha! Heard some Peeping Tom comic art exists. But Googling Peeping Tom Real BBC returns uh, not what I was looking for. Uh -huh. Oh, no! <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> once I started searching Charles Dickens Hard Times. No! LOL. <laughs> Hope you all get a kick out of this and can point to the cover art. Yes, we can. It's on Twitter. I gotta start bookmarking it. 
uh i mean all these years on i've been on twitter since 2008 and i just learned how to bookmark like a month ago <laughs> so <laughs> i laugh but i'm exactly the same yep. so. uh i believe a lot of the comic book arts are from a, an account here i've got it at colgrius i'll show you guys he does a lot for uh us so here you go at colgrius yeah, boy. There. Look at that. Oh, so cool. <laughs> Boobies. Boobies. That's great. That one. Mm -hmm. As almost died that day. Or sorry, Peeping Tom almost died that day. Yeah. Oh my God. Just blew his fucking secret identity. <laughs> I got news. <laughs> Keep their secret, uh, please. Dr. Scooter Jones, as that's a nice uh, wheel jack you got there. Pineapple on pizza and hot dog. Mm, this is the uh, cartoon accurate paint job on wheel jack. Nice. There you go, the cartoon accurate one. Those are pretty cool. Wow. That's cool. a Takara masterpiece. Uh, we got four more minutes. Mr. Wolverine 007 for $10. So did Miller have a stroke or something? The Wolverine cover is terrible. Um, his art style has changed a lot. The man is a living legend. Um, yeah, I, I, it wasn't super impressive. I understand he's being stylistic. I, like I get what he's trying to do, but, um, yeah, you know, I love Frank Miller though. So. Yeah, I freaking love Frank Miller. He doesn't give a fuck. He's gonna he's gonna do what he does. Uh, and he's a lot of drugs. Greatest of all times. Yeah, yeah he doesn't look healthy. No. Uh, in all fairness, he hasn't looked healthy in twenty years. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Zechariah Nunez has gifted one neurotic <laughs> membership for five dollars. Thank you, Zechariah. Uh, Aid Ade Robinson for four ninety nine or Aid. Uh, you got a first, aid. right? The first oh, time. there you go. Uh, hi, Gary. Loved Jimmy Corsetti on Forbidden Frontier. Hail and hail to the rest of the gang. It was a great show. It was fun. Uh, after watching the Wings Boogie fight on EFAP, I desperately want to see Az and Drinker pick a batshit Attitude Era episode of WWF Raw and get an EFAP TV of that. Says Goob for $10. Mm. A lot of people in the comments were like, when's the next one? It's like, well, well we would... We, uh, <laughs> like, this was a very special... Uh... Yeah, most of the content creators, like, I've never heard of, dude. Yeah, same. I, uh, I'd only heard of Boogie and uh, Wings. Yeah. I had no fucking idea who the presenters were, who the fighters were. None. When, None. We were, when it was premiering, I was texting me and I was back and forth just how fucking absurd the entire thing was. Even yeah. the fights before Boogie and Wings. Um, yeah. The, the two zombie guys who were just flinging at each other and nothing was happening. Zombie guys. Oh yeah, basically God. they'd uh, they gassed out after like a round and a half, and so they were both just hitting each other constantly, but hitting each other for nothing. It was like it was like padded it's like a girl pillows. slap fight almost. Kind of, yeah. Okay. And you, you know, oh, it, I was I don't, I don't, dying laughing. Yeah, I don't, I don't mean to like you know. I applaud their effort, I guess, but they were dead. <laughs> they were struggling to stay standing. It was hilarious. If you're gonna fight on, you know for entertainment at least work out beforehand in the first fight there was like two guys and they were actually having a when i say a relatively decent match they you know they were moving okay they were yeah. you know jabbing away then this guy does a spinning back fist tries yeah. to just, what <laughs> <laughs> so they're well it's amateur boxing right i don't know 
Yeah, dude. Very, very. Uh, I, I don't find professional boxing that exciting. So, uh, oh. wow. No, uh, but the boogie, the boogie um, wings was. Just, I mean, it was the most hilarious thirty-eight seconds since the last time I had sex. <laughs> As boo thing, how about more of that melt corn? Says Jared Braggs for two dollars. I don't even know what, what I, just, I, have I have no, no idea. idea what that means. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, hangry is angry for $10. You keep talking about history, but this is about herstory. As I saw the new Lego Batcave in the style of 89 yep. Batman, it looks super nice. All of you have a great day. It's the uh, the Batman Returns, I think. It's got, it's got the Batman Returns figures with it. It's coming out June 8th, 4,000 something pieces. Look, Looking good. Uh, yeah, I'm never gonna put that shit together. As soon as X-ray girl gets down here to visit, she can put together my uh, my. We're hoping October. There you go. Uh, couldn't make it to Vegas with a burst appendix, a pussy. Mm. <laughs> uh, sorry, I just got the twenty three thousand bill. Fuck. Oh, shit. For wow, blackjack for five dollars. Don't 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 eat. Poor thing. Do you not have insurance, or was that with insurance? Yeah. Crazy. that hurts Ugh. literally i'm hoping that is before insurance psycho star for two dollars bought farscape off your recommendation love it great show great show there's there's a lot of blu-ray sets out there there's the uh 20th anniversary there's another one where you get uh the why am i blanking on it that's the special that they ended it with peacekeeper wars peacekeeper wars uh yeah, Twitter Studio. on blu-ray yeah Damn, nice. I fucking so many shows got the is I'm assuming it's a good Blu-ray. Decent. It's decent. It's better, better than Buffy's. It's not, yeah, it's better than fucking Buffy, which I only have in DVD. Like I just have it in DVD. I've got it on DVD as well, yeah. Yeah. I don't think they uh, sell it on like I don't think physical. they do. I don't think they they sell you can get uh you can get a complete season in DVD or you can get the seasons in DVD. I don't think they have a Blu-ray for it. Uh, they just don't want money, apparently. That's that's fine. Yep. Okay. Watch Studio for five dollars. As you're thinking of the short-lived Down Doctor, a spinoff from the Life Goes On, which is uh, in turn become Life Goes Down. What? When I when I when I mentioned the autism doctor, the good doctor, oh. <laughs> or I think that's what it's called, right? The good. It's doctor. the good doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Nina Sorry, Wood. I didn't mean to. Just is Farscape streamable on somewhere? Does anyone know? Yeah, Amazon Prime, I think. Yeah, okay. Sorry, carry on. I was just curious. Yeah. (laughs) I have the physical copy. Might watch the first episode again tonight, actually, in bed. Might might just, you know. Mm. We should do do we should do we should have Drinker on and do a top ten Farscape episodes. Yeah. (laughs) Is Drinker a big Farscape fan? Yeah. Big well, yeah. He he, I think last time it came up, he was talking about that one episode he made a video for that he said is like one of his favorite episodes of TV, you know, period. Wow. Is that the one where um, Crichton gets inside of uh, Claudia Black and starts touching her tits? Starts bouncing them around what? on the camera. The camera stays just above, and we're all like, why would you do that? Why, why would you do that? Why would you play us like that? That is cool. That is cool. That's yeah. so sad. Uh, okay, we can do one more. Thanks for being here with me, guys. You uh, help my sanity a lot. Quick question. Have you seen the Nefarious movie in theaters? I have not. It's on religious side, but the story looks amazing 
as it's uh, as it pertains to today's culture war, I'd like your opinion before going see, going to see it. I've got to see it soon. I just got to find that thirty hour day. Where I'm not. There's not enough time in the world. Really research intensive videos. To what this one I actually like. Uh, yeah, I actually needed to talk to a couple of people before I went ahead because, like, uh, like I said, I, I want to get both sides of the WGA thing as a person who's I am not union. I, I don't like unions, uh, especially when it comes to arts, but uh, it exists. So there's doesn't matter what I like or not. So I need mm. to know what the what the rules are and like what's going to happen uh, so I can make it have an informed opinion. Uh, let's wrap things up. Thanks, everyone. This has been a fun show. We finally got around to our top, mostly five. The first half. First, first half, half of the top ten. First Hell half yeah. of the top ten. <laughs> Part one. Uh, and uh, we'll be back next week on As's channel. Uh, As, what you got coming up? Uh, tomorrow, uh, 8 p.m. UK time on my channel, myself, Carl Benjamin, Nick Ricada. We are having a hobby night. Uh, they'll be painting some Warhammer, and I'll be building some Lego, and we'll be having some based conversation. Uh, join us for that. Mm. Thursday, no hot toys, because there's going to be a fully articulated at the same time on Robert Mar Burnett's channel. As fully articulated returns as Robert comes back to the toy fold. Uh, so join myself, Robert, and George. Uh, for that, Friday, Friday Night Tights, 250th episode, yeah. special guest Chuck Dixon. Mm -hmm. uh, for that, and somewhere in between all that, I will try and put out a couple of videos and also do some more uh, Zelda strumming. I'm getting my... Um, uh, my 4K Switch upscaler tomorrow so oh uh, i'm so jealous yeah especially after our numbers talk yeah it's not gonna it's not gonna do anything to the frame rate it's still gonna be at 30 but it oh, is gonna well. hopefully crispen out some of the jagged we'll see we'll see if that works or not let me know let uh me know. yeah 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 so that's me oh no so sorry gary all my stream all my gaming streams they get put up on my HVB gaming channel. The the uh, Zelda stream from today is going privated now because it's now uploading on the HVB gaming. So that should go live in approximately, let's say, 10 hours because it's got to uh, uh, render HD. So please mm. go check it out. That was English. Yeah. That was sort Totally understood that. Ish. Ish. Everywhere's got a noise. English. You're very special, as Like the Olympics. Yes. Mahler, what do you got coming Honestly, I would rather just send people to that Wings Boogie EFAP TV. Drinker joins us. I made him a little compilation to set it up ahead of time. We check out two fights. One to give him an idea of the format and then just the main event. And for anybody who doesn't know their history, it's pretty hilarious. And uh, I don't know, showing some people it as well. It's just funny. Did you guys see the the national anthem they did before 
I'm assuming as it, yeah, as was that a right? piss take? That was Gideon doing it, and it was one of those. I was I was in the kitchen cooking, <laughs> and I just heard this cat wailing. <laughs> And I was so like, is, it, is there a British guy like taking the piss out of the American national anthem? Or, or is there an American singing it so badly to piss off the British people? Rag said uh, it was like if Teeths from Guardians 3 sang it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's something. Go check it out. That's what I would say. That's, uh, oh, who knows boy. what's next for EFAP? Not X-Ray Girl, what you got coming up? Uh, tonight, I'm playing a game with Tugs, uh, probably Grounded or Stardew Valley. Um, on, I believe I'm going on Twitch for that. I'm reviving that channel. Um, but tomorrow on Poor Choices, we have Lynn Jones, wife of Kelly Jones, to talk mm. about uh, her relationship and how she thinks of what is happening in the world today um, and her opinions on that. So that'll be kind of exciting. That's brilliant. Kelly mm -hmm. mm -hmm. was so good on, on the mm -hmm. show. And so she good. seems so lovely. So I'm I'm excited to talk to her. Um, and then uh, Mark and I started a new channel called Human Cyborg Relations. <laughs> where, <laughs> where he we we were gonna play games together, but well I got played too excited and i screamed a lot like in the game not with him mm. um let me be clear um so I think he's, gonna, Mark. <laughs> he's gonna play the game and we're just gonna chat and talk uh about relationship stuff as well and marriage and whatever questions you have we'll answer um but yeah and sunday fun day sounds busy mm. very always you know me all right. Well, uh, I don't know. I'm, I got to work on a video. I got to take my wife out to dinner. I think I got a flake on Robert, which feels really bad. But <laughs> oh well. I'll try to. Maybe I can. You don't do have to sleep with Robert and live with him. Well, <laughs> I should have. I should have. This is why I don't book my shit because I do this all. I'm like, sure, I'll be there. And then, like, oh, fuck. I got to do this thing. I'll try to do them both. That's we'll see what happens. Just bring, just bring them both together. Just have a. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. Uh, thanks everyone for watching and indulging our Doctor Who love. Uh, there is a reason why we why we like this stuff and why we are upset that it gets fucked up. Uh, especially with with it really the tide is turning. The tide is definitely turning. We feel it. You know, we this has been a rough year for Disney. It's been a rough year for Hollywood. They're starting to pay all the consequences of their actions. And uh, damn, I'm here for it. I am just enjoying the hell out of it. Uh, I wish it were different, but it's not. So uh, that could be our little white pill that, uh, you know, you as the paying customer, as the fan, uh, we're not the problem after all. I know crazy talk, but you weren't the problem after all. It was them. Uh, so, uh, we'll see you next time on as this channel. Thanks to the mod Rodics for doing a great job. Eric feel better, buddy. Cause he's mm -hmm. in the hospital. So shout out to Eric and, uh, thanks to everyone who left a super chat and donation. You will be part of my super chat score up. That'll be Monday night, next Monday night. Uh, if you, uh, I just did one last night. That was lots of fun. Uh, it's on nerd Rodic live. 
And uh, yeah, Chuck Dixon on episode 250 of Friday Night Tights. So please yeah. that. See you next time. Ciao. Bye. 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 Bye.